Thanks for listening to RadioVegas.rocks. And we are Council. broadcast system. This is not a test. The Center for Disease Control has reported an outbreak of a new virus regenerates dead tissue prolonging life after clinical death. If evacuation is impossible, move indoors. Stay in your homes and lock all doors.
door control system. The door isn't responding to any of our attempts to close it, so please maintain direct eye contact with SCP-173 and... about to enter a self-quarantine area. Enter with extreme caution. Control to Nine-Tailed Fox, we are now checking the camera feeds for potential threats. You should see any unauthorized intruders or escapees ping on your navigation devices. Please be advised the containment area on the 44th floor is extremely infected with cheap jokes, and laughs, music, interviews, and lots of gangs. Please make sure you take all the precautions needed before exiting to the 44th floor. Again, be advised you are about to enter a self-quarantined area. Please note lockdown will begin in 5, 4, 3, 2, one. Good luck. In a world you create, where are facts all tonight? Raise your cup of mistrust and drink it up. Everybody, it's the Rockin' Comedy Show, episode number 1,231, bringing it to you live from Radio Vegas.rocks. That is brand new from our friends Crash Karma. The song is called Gone, and uh, so many, it seems like it's gone. This town is empty, everywhere you go is empty, but uh, 
Walmart's not empty. Walmart's not empty. <laughs> they might be the futuring polling place of the oh, presidential <laughs> election. I was like, hey, if we can stay in Walmart, just put up the polls. Let's go. <laughs> I'm ready to vote today. So the coronavirus yeah, will go away. away. <laughs> yeah. I'm ready too. Uh, J9 is here, everybody. Hey. And uh, we've got some stuff to talk about. Right out of the gate. Uh, the belly button show <laughs> again still being talked about, and I think it's hilarious because there, there's there's times where we just do shows and we don't hear much from anybody. They just keep to themselves. They do whatever, and then there's some shows that are like you know, hey, I just heard that belly button show. Uh, somebody told me that I should have been a navalologist. A navalologist. Yeah. So I, don't, I, don't, I was like, okay. I wonder if there is a doctor that just specializes strictly in belly There parts. should be, because we yeah. learned a lot of gross stuff. Right. Consider, about, considering uh, the yeah. things that come out of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, some people liked it. Some people thought it was entertaining. Some people didn't know you could do so much with the belly button. Right. Because um, they're, they're weird. <laughs> some people will actually go to the website... RadioVegas.rocks, and they will actually, you know, um, sometimes leave a comment how they feel about certain shows or uh -oh. something like that. And um, <laughs> we got one, actually. Um, what's going on? One thing I could say is don't hashtag anything belly button fetish. Have we heard from the fetish guy? Has he responded? He won't respond to me, no, I guess. But he sent you some pictures. Um, no, that was their, that, that was their actual Instagram page of oh. all, all the Audi be belly buttons. I see. So. Yeah. So I made that mistake. <laughs> <laughs> so somebody uh, who's uh, listening to the show... Uh, was tuning in because they were, uh, they were fans of Vinay. I see. And uh, this was the comment. This is better than me reading a comment because oh, no. it's from them directly. Uh, do, they said, have a, do they have a crush on him? She sounds like a very lovely lady. It might be his mom. I don't oh, know. Oh, okay. I don't know. I, she didn't really say the relation, but check it out. I don't know if this is working, but I've already listened to two hours of the radio show. I got eight right and seven wrong out of the romance porn novels. I listened to Vin's recording, but I've had it with the belly button with, <laughs> so I'm signing off. <laughs> she wasn't happy about the belly button lint. But you would do a porn or romance right. novel? And, and that's worse. Yeah. I, I, I felt that learning about the belly button was so educational. Right, she has one. Everybody's got one. Right? If you don't have one, you're weird. Maybe you have a smelly one. Maybe you don't. <laughs> but you know. maybe she was offended. Maybe yeah, she maybe was, it does yeah. smell. Right. Yeah, that's what you learn in. No, we, we outed her. We belly button <laughs> outed her. <laughs> that's what you learn in a quarantine. Right. Um, just because people don't come around, you said still shower. Right. You know. Yeah. You know, it, it, one, it just feels good to shower. Yeah. Right. You know. Yeah. Six days of crud. That's yeah, gross. Yeah, yeah it's gross. <laughs> I had a couple quarantine days where I, uh, I lounged and didn't shower. Maybe yeah, but when the flies days. stop not leaving yeah, you alone, it's yeah. time to take a shower. Yeah. It's gross. <laughs> I entered a new level of gross during quarantine. 
Uh, so today we're going to learn some more stuff. We've got the top five most bizarre research paper topics of all time. <laughs> I'm sure I, my students have sent me plenty of those. Oh, I don't know. Maybe. Uh, I put a twist on Is It a Romance Novel or the title of a porn. We'll talk about that. Plus, we're going to learn about something else on the human body today. Oh, no. Yeah. You thought the belly button was nasty. Is it a different hole? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we're going to learn about the handkerchief code. Oh. I don't know what that is. And don't Google it either. I'm not looking yeah, at it. You need to, people at home, you can Google it. But I can't. you need to uh, be surprised when we go over it. Okay. Because uh, it was something I, I, I found out about. And I said, what is that? Oh. Oh. <laughs> so it's good. Uh so there is a top five. It, it was more than five, but I, I, I highlighted the top five and then picked a few of my favorites for the top five most bizarre research papers okay. of all times. How about um, which can jump higher, the dog flea or the cat flea? <laughs> I would think they would be the same hey, flea, yeah. but maybe not. Uh, booty calls, the best of both worlds. Oh, jeez. <laughs> not allow that in my classroom. <laughs> yeah. What grade do you teach? 11. No. <laughs> Maybe like college it would be appropriate. <laughs> the propulsion parameters of penguin poop. Oh. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we have uh, the rectal route to curing hiccups. <laughs> Which I got to tell you, was pretty entertaining. Uh, not that I tried. I just read it. You just I'll, read I'll, it. I'll try the remedy later. I don't get hiccups very often, though. Uh, does country music make you suicidal? <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, the effects of cocaine on bees. Wow. <laughs> How are they getting these bees to ingest it? Well, I don't know. The, the, yeah. Uh, maybe they just they do the coke and the bees. I don't know. Uh, and this is funny. The nature of navel lint. Oh, look at that. <laughs> yeah. You were teaching a see, college class, you see Jay. How I, see how I tied it in? <laughs> Educational. Uh, so here's the top five most bizarre. Number five, love and sex with robots. You know, I would have considered that with my dating history at it's, some point. It's coming. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number four, a better approach. To penile zipper entrapment. Oh, my God. That's <laughs> terrible. <laughs> have you ever just zipped your skin, like your stomach? like? No, what? but I have gotten a little bit of the ball sack. Yeah. And that, that hurts. That scene in Something About Mary. It's hit, no joke. Hits home to a lot of people. Uh, number three, flatulence as self-defense. <laughs> Can be for <laughs> some people. Uh, number two, Harry Potter equals Jesus Christ. Playing with his wand. <laughs> and number one out of the most bizarre research topics of all times, rectal foreign bodies. Oh. Things that they like to insert. They have that TV show like Sex Sent Me to the ER. Yeah. And they like some of the things that wind up people's And the excuses they yeah, give. Yeah, they come up, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, every year we, we go over the, 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 the list of things that have been removed from somebody's, from somebody's butt. yeah. <laughs> well, it's not just—it's not just the butt. It's like the nose, ear, how things, weird things that get stuck in there, and you're like, "How the hell did that get stuck in there?" So. I 
the top to a racer gets stuck up my nose. Yeah. Like a pencil. Yeah. You know that racer on the top? Yeah. yeah, I got it. Done that. Oh, so our guest today uh, was on the TV show where they hunt Bigfoot. I saw that. So we're going to talk about Bigfoot a little bit. Yep. And uh, he's a comic. I don't know how long he's been doing comedy. And uh, he's done. He, he's dabbled in some other things. So. Do, you, do you think Bigfoot is real? Uh, no, I don't. Yeah. I did when I was a kid. I was really hopeful. Mm-hmm. And especially when um, the, the bionic man went after him. I was really <laughs> hoping that it was true. He, um, doesn't, he doesn't really scare me as like an urban legend or whatever. Because, you know, Harry and the Hendersons. You just yeah. want to hang out with him. Yeah, he's cute. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe it would be different if they like really... Um, really did a movie where he was just horrified. Yeah, like had fangs. Like just, yeah. You know, I don't want him to come up to me and give me some jerky. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think if he was real, we would have seen him by now. Like, he's supposed to be big. Right. He he can't just be the same guy for 50 years. Like Like running through the woods. Yeah, I'm sure he's got a, there's got to be a family, little feet running around. (laughs) Little feet. (laughs) (laughs) So we'll find out about him and uh, his involvement and if he believes that there's a Bigfoot. I don't know if he saw Bigfoot or... I yeah. watched a little bit of one of the episodes. Yeah. And, like, people have to... They give them clues and people have to compete to go out and find him in the wilderness. It's kind of like that show Alone, but you're looking for Bigfoot instead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's... This quarantine has um, definitely made me watch TV. I hate TV. I don't watch it that much. And... I'm watching things that I would never not watch. Like, there's a show, I think it's on CBS, called Tough as Nails. And it's literally like watching construction people compete. Like, here's a sledgehammer. Break up this sidewalk. Hmm. Yeah. I I haven't watched that. I'm like, well, that's dumb. (laughs) (laughs) I just, uh, TV just doesn't impress me. And then I, I read the list of, like, shows that have been canceled. I'm like, I don't know what that is. I got a kick out of Tiger King. That's something I normally would watch. But that's but a documentary, yeah. and that came out at the right time. Yeah. If they would have released it any, any other time, any earlier, I would have been. I'm not watching no meth addicted <laughs> mayor running. That's pretty funny. Carol Baskin hating. Carol <laughs> <laughs> Baskin. You no, know, I don't know. It, they released it at the right time, but now they have one. It's I. It's on. I think it's on Animal Planet. That's uh. It, it's uh. Something with him. He's not in it. Or like the, oh, Surviving Joe Exotic huh. is what it is or something. I haven't watched it because I'm like, the documentary was enough. And then, yeah. they've, then they tried to follow up because everybody's locked down with, with this. So then they tried to follow it up with a special live. I saw that. Where they interviewed the people. Yeah. And it was like, just let it, let it go. Just let it go. <laughs> He's in jail now. Uh, Steve Connolly apparently drew a picture of me and hit it. He hit it. And here it is. It's pretty <laughs> accurate. Yeah, it does look like you. Uh, I don't have a neck, and he captured that. So. Was that the guy who did the characters? No. Oh. He's Elvis. He's, he does oh. Elvis over at the uh, Four Queens. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So there we have it. Um, it's got the kicker headphones on it. Yeah, it's just... Do you remember what they called that space between the eyebrows and the nose? It started with a G, remember? It was a weird name. No, I don't. See? He didn't learn anything. 
What is it called? I don't know. That's what I was asking. <laughs> the G spot. <laughs> <laughs> the G spot. <laughs> I like that. That's where it's located, guys. <laughs> so you know. Now, now we know. Right between the eyes. <laughs> Let's see if I can find it. It was bothering me because that is a weird name, and I thought it would be a great name for a punk band. That would be cool. The Glabella. Glabella. G-L-A-B-E-L-L-A. It is the skin between the eyebrows and just above the nose. You can get all tough and be like, don't make me kick you in the Gabella. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She called me a Gabella. <laughs> we're going to so. go, go see Gabella play tonight live. Right. Uh, some interesting things that... Uh, look, I'm all for people blaming Trump about a lot of stuff. Right. But then there's just some things like, well, I don't know about that. Mm -hmm. uh, and here's a prime example. Okay. <laughs> what I'm talking about. 82-year-old. No, I don't want this. No, I don't want that. 82-year-old uh, <laughs> alleged drunk driver smashes golf cart, blames Trump for chugging the vodka. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. I don't think he's the greatest person in the world, but I'll say he probably is not guilty of that. <laughs> Retiree Kerry D. Van reportedly told cops in Central Florida that he became enraged while watching President Trump speak last Thursday. <laughs> Started chugging vodka, then hopped aboard a golf cart in his retirement community where he allegedly drove the vehicle into a concrete curb. According to the smoking gun, the impact broke the cart's axle and damaged its windshield. How fast was that golf cart going? Right. <laughs> a police officer responded to the scene, reported that when he arrived, D-Van was being tended to by paramedics who believe the 82-year-old former IBM employee uh, was physically all right, but might be a little intoxicated. The officer who filled out the report claimed to smell alcohol on the, subject, on the, subs, uh, on the suspect's breath. As the elderly man explained, he started drinking vodka a couple hours prior to early more to early evening's crash. The defendant stated he was watching President Trump on TV, then got really mad at what he said. So said the police report. So do you get a DUI for that? Having a golf cart drunk? Uh, probably do that at the golf course. Well, reportedly, he agreed to a field sobriety test, which he failed. <laughs> he was then arrested and given a breathalyzer test, in which he failed. Uh, that, too, indicated he was inebriated. Police said he had no prior DUIs, and bail was set at $1,000. His single cart crash happened in the sprawling uh, village retirement community where a Trump supporter was filmed shouting, White power! from a golf cart last June. President Trump retweeted the clip. Wow. <laughs> so, These old people are going crazy. Yeah, they're just losing their mind. Stay off that potato juice. <laughs> potato juice. <laughs> Um, do you like a good beverage? Alcoholic or? Yeah. 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 Um, the funny thing about this article is <laughs> it's from the onion, but I want to make these drinks. Like, <laughs> that's, <laughs> oh, no. a, what are they that's how good it is. Made from belly button lint. <laughs> 11 simple cocktail recipes to try while you're quarantined. Okay. Um, so we have. Uh, your standard frozen strawberry daiquiri, not a big deal. Pretty simple. 
But then we get into our next one. It's called the John Bonet Ramsey. Oh, that's terrible. No, <laughs> no. This is your classic Shirley Temple with a twist. Simply mix uh, grenadine and a maraschino cherry, lemon lime soda, and enough scotch to make the unforgivable mistake of wetting the bed. <laughs> <laughs> but it sounds delicious. Yeah, that's terrible. <laughs> of course, it's the onion. Uh, Pre-unemployment memories. <laughs> Mix two ounces of your most expensive liquor uh, left with simple syrup and lime juice and a cocktail shaker with ice. Pour the mixture directly down the drain. Oh, jeez. <laughs> uh, let's see. Then, uh, old fashioned. We all heard about that. The next one, gin and piss. Ew. <laughs> Need to come down from a tough week at the virtual office? Cool off with a summery uh, glass of gin and piss. On gin and piss, <laughs> the perfect blend of piney and salty. Consume a large amount of pineapple juice a couple days before for a sweeter drink. Oh God! Now, you you could legit drink your own pee though. So you could, yeah. 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 But I wonder I, if the pineapple juice thing is actually true. Uh, we had. We hosted. We were one of the hosts of uh, this big music festival over at the M. It was uh, Rock into Spring, mm-hmm. and this woman who was friends uh, with uh, Buck Cherry. Her name was Sally, and as the day progressed, she started calling herself Pineapple Sally, <laughs> and she kept interrupting all of our all of our interviews, and we had the, we had the best stage. We had the best cabana because it was. It was just off to the stage, mm-hmm. so when it was all done, and like Buck Cherry was way in the back, uh, like five cabanas behind us, but they came up to us because we had interviewed them and stuff, and they were like, "Do you mind if we hang out in this cabana with you guys?" Like, why would we say no, no to Buck yeah, Cherry, exactly. right? So, so they're hanging out with us, and she's like, "They call me Pineapple Sally," and here, and she went around and she was shoving pieces of pineapple in all the guys' mouths, uh-huh. and she goes, she goes, because you'll know why later. It's going to make you taste sweeter. So they wrote the song Crazy Bitch about no, her? No, I think that was way before. <laughs> but maybe maybe it is about her. You know, they just knew who she was. In like parentheses, they put Pineapple Sally. <laughs> uh, Did she tell you that it was true? Yes. And, we, and, and, and then she got mad because we were airing interviews without her permission. And we're like, uh, this is a live radio show? And yeah. You, you keep interrupting. <laughs> like, I can't do anything about it if you're going to come on going, I got it. Call me Pineapple <laughs> And her friend was like, she could sue you for defamation of character. You go, first off, she's only calling herself Pineapple Sally. Right. She's not saying her last name. Somebody just thinks she's a drunk pool bitch. That's, that's yeah. it. Um, a tiara twist. Fill your bathtub with water. Put an elderly Albanian man inside. <laughs> let him marinate for three to four days in the tub until he is nice and pruney. Ladle out the water and serve over ice with a lemon garnish. Oh, that sounds delicious. That's <laughs> so gross. <laughs> you should see the picture. I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the next one on the list. On the rocks. Neato. It's just water with melted ice. Oh, I could do that. <laughs> Uh, the next one, Sweet Release. Oh, no. This is my favorite of all of them. 
I'm scared. Pour one one and a half ounces of gin, five ounce lime juice, five ounce of simple syrup into a tumbler glass. Slowly squeeze the tumbler glass. Keep squeezing, feeling the fear, the anxiety, and the frustration course through you. Continue squeezing. You're angry and afraid. Feel that glass start to crack between your fingers. Keep squeezing. Squeeze as hard as you fucking can. <laughs> That's called the sweet release. Nice. Uh, <laughs> hard orange juice. That sounds kind of good. Okay. No way. <laughs> keep, the, keep that thought in mind. Uh, take 12 ounces of orange juice. Let it ferment on a warm counter for four weeks. Oh. Uncovered until the smell stings your nose and the liquid has turned clumpy. Yuck. No thanks. Clumpy. I'm actually allergic to orange juice anyway. That's why I like I, and I like it. So I was like, oh, that sounds good. But now, no. A gin martini. Pour three ounces of gin, five ounces of vermouth into a shaker filled with crap. Should have bought an ice tray before the whole coronavirus mess. Okay, pour three ounces of gin, five ounces of vermouth into a shaker filled with frozen green beans. Shake and strain through a pasta colander. Garnish with green beans. That's disgusting. <laughs> no, none of this. Uh, how about the Hoboken? Okay, I've been to Hoboken a few times in my day, probably uh, to drink. <laughs> a Hoboken contains all the same ingredients as a Manhattan, but they traditionally forego the cherry garnish in favor of small, mouthy longshoremen set on the rim. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and the final one that they have for us, uh, they didn't, it says 13 out of 13, and then there's no 13. So there we go. That's the onion for you. Everybody. Both your dogs were licking my toes at the same time. Mmm. <laughs> Delicious. <laughs> Just so you know, <laughs> I'm making a weird face. <laughs> I was like, what's going on over there? Our guest isn't even here yet. <laughs> uh, all right, so we're going to take a break. As we go into a break, we're going to play something that's celebrating its 33rd anniversary this week. Oh, wow. It's this song here from Def Leppard. It's the, nice. enti it's the entire album of Hysteria I celebrating love this album. 33 years. It's a rock and comedy show.
Just like that, all the noise is gone. These things are so awesome, and you can only get them at kicker.com. So I want you to go to kicker.com and check them out. They have some of the best headphones around. So if you're like me and do a lot of audio from home, home recording, uh, live radio, anything of that sort, go check these out. But Kicker doesn't just do headphones. They got your car covered. They got your power sports covered. They even got your boat covered. Who doesn't want a kick-ass sound system in their boat when they go out to Lake Mead and throw an awesome boat party? So go check them out, kicker.com. Tell them RadioVegas.rock sent you. And in the meantime, I got to find my way home. I don't know how I'm going to get back from Germany in time for the show. But until then, see you later. Moments CBD is a local business in North Las Vegas with essential natural CBD products that helps with pain, anxiety, inflammation, and so much more. Their team of experts can help you with all your CBD needs. Moments CBD also carries washable medical masks and hand sanitizer with 70% alcohol, vitamin E, and aloe. Moments is having an amazing deal for June. 50% off all immune-boosting CBD products for you and your pets. Mention the Radio Vegas Rocks ad for the special. Located on 1311 West Craig Road at the Home Depot Shopping Center. Call 702-463-1616 for more info. They care about your health. It's 10 o'clock. Do you care where your parents are? This radio person is the whole problem. Are we going to allow this guy to be heard by anyone who can turn a dial? FCC, you know what that means? This is my life you're screwing around with here, you know? Rock in the Valley. 24-7. You're tuned to Crazy J on RadioVegas.rocks.
secret I've been hiding, I can't keep it no more. Listener Alex from Shreveport said, Jay, I enjoyed the belly button show, but you didn't play the belly button song from the vegetables. I know a lot of those dumb, wacky songs. That one got by me. (laughs) So, yes, the vegetables singing about belly buttons. It doesn't get any better than that. They do have some cute songs. Uh, The vegetables. Yeah. And uh, (laughs) here's another one. That apparently is about belly buttons. I didn't know about it. <laughs> I can't believe we've lived to be this old. And somehow we have never seen this hole. <laughs> a little tent with a little bit of lint inside it. Underneath this cotton tee you've been hiding. It's time that we unwrap this. Let's bring back the mailman drill. It's my belly button, my belly belly button. I won't pretend like it's nothing, cause my belly belly button's really, really something. Something I wanna show. That's Rhett and Link. I only know them from the bacon song, so Aww. I apologize, but there it is. I didn't know it. I didn't know it existed. Uh, I'm gonna play a song for our good friend Anita, who listens to us out in PA. She's a very loyal listener. <laughs> you notice I said that while laughing? Yes. All right. Uh, Anita, so. <laughs> Anita needs a song about belly buttons. <laughs> so picture it. <laughs> My Golden Girls reference. Picture it. I, uh, I get a text message on July 31st. What day was that? That was Friday. Uh-huh. Out of the blue, I get, sorry I missed the show, Jay. I had company. What show, Anita? <laughs> she responds with, Oh, damn, this is Thursday. Not Tuesday. <laughs> I said, I thought you said you didn't have any pot. <laughs> she said, I don't have any, LOL. Oh, shit. I missed a couple days. What the hell, LOL? Mm-hmm. Anita's the one that wasn't responding to our game at one time, right? Right, but but apparently yeah. she you know doesn't have pot, but she can't keep remember, up with it. Yeah, she can't keep things. up with the games, you know. But uh, it's funny because she said, "Oh, it's Thursday." I'm like, "No, it's Friday. <laughs> we haven't done a show since Tuesday." So uh, Anita, since you don't have any pot, maybe you do. I don't know. Maybe you had a good weekend. <laughs> Found somebody that shared it with you. I don't know. This one's for you. Up in smoke That's where my money goes In my lungs And sometimes up my nose When troubled times Begin to bother me I take a toke at 
all my cares go up in smoke. <laughs> Bien smoke, donde todo es libre. There are no signs que dicen no fume. So I roll a bomber y me doy un buen toque. Después I choke Y todos mis cares Go up in smoke Come on, let's go get high Up in smoke That's where I Wanna be Cause when I'm high The world's low Don't bother me When life Watch that the other day. It was on Netflix. <laughs> I love that movie. Up in Smoke, Cheech and Chong. She uh, wants everybody to know you can relax. She's got some. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> yeah. Now you can really enjoy the show, Anita. Think about it. Concentrate. <laughs> There's games coming up. <laughs> oh, so what do, I, what do we have? Oh, yeah, we got the game. I think we'll play with uh, Rico when he gets here. Okay. Uh, so what, what else do we have? Oh, yeah. Here we go. <laughs> Once I reveal what it is that we're going to talk about, I'm going to give you the other portion of the list. We can just, like we did with the belly button, pick, pick out the most interesting things. Okay. <laughs> this is uh, 25 of the most bizarre things you didn't know about an asshole. <laughs> oh, I don't want to know. <laughs> and we're not talking about, know, the person. about a person. Yeah. Uh, such as the hair around your asshole muffles your farts, so it's impossible to fart silently if you shave your asshole. <laughs> <laughs> That's good to know. Right. Uh, there is a bone at the top of your ass called the coccyx. Yeah. Which used to be a tail before evolution weeded it out. I knew that. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. I think we should go back to that. And have a tail. Like, if I was born with a tail, I would be really upset if my parents got rid of it. I would want it. I it would fit the whole Crazy J persona. I kind of like that uh, Snapchat. And I would, pour, I would definitely Porky Pig everywhere. <laughs> when you have the tail and you just wave it around. Your <laughs> average poop is 75% water. This is roughly our planet's land to water ratio. Oh, God. Yuck. <laughs> One of the biggest reasons humans and other primates evolved asses is just so they could sit down. Well, that makes sense. We were yeah. tired of standing. Right. <laughs> so we got smart. <laughs> figured, figured it That's out. That's why Elton John wrote that song, I'm Still Standing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> On average, 10% of the people getting ass implants are men. Really? 
find that weird. <laughs> uh, Let's see. Know. This is an ancient Greek word for having an awesome ass. It's a Calibian. Calipigan? Calipigan. Calipigan. Yes. Calipigan. I wonder if Siri knows what that is. is it, you said the Greek word for... For having an awesome ass. It's probably like slang in, in Greek, Oops. maybe. Let's see. Hey, Siri. Huh? Oh, that was a, <laughs> She's mm. like, hello. Mm. Hey, Siri. Good evening. How can I help? She's so nice to you. <laughs> she loves I'm nice to her. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I missed that. Could you say it again, please? What is the Greek slang for nice ass? I can't translate into Greek yet. Oh. That's a nice cover. Siri. <laughs> oh, what are you going to do? Uh, women's asses are typically larger than men's asses because their estrogen causes fat to accumulate on their asses instead of on their stomachs. Oh, no. I'd rather that happen. Like, whatever's on my stomach, go to my ass, please. <laughs> Honey, does this dress make my ass look big? No, you just got big ass. <laughs> People have died from pooping too hard. It caused their blood pressure to rise enough to shake loose a blood clot or burst an aneurysm. Elvis. Yeah, I was going to say, Elvis died on yeah. the toilet, didn't he? He did. He had a calcified turd. Because wow. he, he used to get calcium shots in his butt. Really? Yeah. Oh, my God. Having a bigger ass is actually adv uh, advantageous. <laughs> People with more belly fat tend to die earlier than those with less belly fat. If you're keeping more fat on your ass instead, you're likely to live longer. I'm not going anywhere, guys. <laughs> 5,000 episodes of the Rock and Comedy Show. 99% <laughs> of the gases that make up your farts don't smell. Farts are mostly oxygen, nitrogen, carbon dioxide, hydrogen, and methane. The other 1% stinks. It's made up of sulfuric compounds. <laughs> <laughs> uh, your poop isn't only waste material. It retains up to 50% of its original energy. Not that you should start eating it. Definitely don't start eating it. Hey! There they are. I'll let them lick my feet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dogs are on, on point. Uh, hey, guys! Uh, poop is brown because it contains bile and dead red blood cells. Um, you can get what's called an anal abscess from poop clogging the glands in your asshole and causing an infection. If the infection goes untreated, it can grow into a giant infection in your ass cheek, fill with pus and require drainage. Gross. <laughs> if you have green poop, it's either because it moved faster than normal through your intestine or because you just consumed a lot of blue or green food dyes. I've seen that happen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great stuff. Uh, I'll give you one more, and then you come up with one more. Uh, how about... Uh, while Kim Kardashian famously x-rayed her ass to prove she didn't have ass implants, the x-rays were never analyzed by a medical professional who is the only type of person who can actually dis uh, discern the signs of ass implants. What we're saying is that, in this case, it's closed on the Kim K ass implants rumor so she might have had like injections i think you can inject stuff to make your ass bigger <laughs> possibility yeah twinkies yeah ding dong <laughs> ding dongs 
Uh, erotic <laughs> spanking has been around forever. Seriously, there are ancient frescoes frescoes of men whipping and spanking women in erotic poses. I love it. <laughs> yeah, I got I love it. All right, we're going to take a break, everybody. Uh, we'll be back. we got more show coming up. It is the Rock and Comedy Show, episode number 1,231.
even there For there were many things I didn't know The sun was born to me Mama held his hand Saying someday you'll understand Well, I'm here to tell you now Each and every mother's son You better learn it first Man, that's always such a great cover. That's uh, Billy Valentine. You might recognize that as a Creedence song, but it was also done on uh, Son of Anarchy, so it's pretty awesome. It is uh, the Rock and Comedy Show, episode number 1,231. So hard to believe it. Been there every... What? They're here. Yeah. There you go. See? Got you all set up and everything. Plug them in. Yeah. <laughs> I can't reach that far. If I could reach that far, I would have a good Saturday night. <laughs> All by myself. Uh, it is, uh, like I said, the Rock and Comedy Show. And our guest is here, everybody. Rictor. Is that what we're going with? Yeah, Rictor. Is Rictor. You like, call me Rictor. 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 I just say that because of the whole Bigfoot stuff. So. <laughs> Which we're going to get into. Uh, and now you pronounce the last name? Riolio? Close. Try again. Rilo? Mm, third time's the charm. Okay. Riolo. Ah, oh, damn. Riolo. Riolo. Very close. That's what you said first, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, you said Riololo or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> he gave an extra vowel. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, so he's here, everybody. Yay, make some noise. Yay. Okay, that's enough. So uh, let's find out about you. Uh, let's not get right into the Bigfoot stuff. How You, <laughs> you right here at uh, Vegas for a long time? Yeah, recently. Been here, uh, 20 years. I okay. came out here to help take care of my parents. I was their only child. From where? Uh, Los Angeles. Okay. And, what uh, part? I grew up in uh, Whittier, which is southeast of L.A. Right, okay. Without Orange traffic. County. Orange Close. County. Yeah. Right on the border. Yeah, that's where I'm from. Like Fullerton or? Anaheim. I'm sorry. I know. What are you going to do? Now you just say Disney. Yeah. <laughs> I worked there, too. That's what brought me to Vegas. Oh, right, right on. Yeah. 20 years ago. Wow. Were you like a character? Were you? Uh... <laughs> no, I, uh, I, worked, I worked in the park for, uh, for a while, and then they opened up downtown Disney. And then I got a job at the ESPN zone there. And then they opened the one here at New York, New York. And they needed uh, opening training managers. Oh, wow. And uh, I went and did it. Uh, I was just going to 
just going to be here for like two, three months uh, just to train them. And then once they opened, I was going to go back. But then they offered me a manager position, supervisor position. I was like, yeah, sure, I'll do it. Wow. Told my parents I was moving to Vegas. They were like, yeah, whatever. And 20 years later, I'm still here. But they, um, the powers that be that ran ESPN Zone didn't run it the way it should have been ran. It didn't have the Disney-esque Mm, to it, I remember and I was food. It, it, great food, and it's just the managers of B didn't do. You know, I'm a I was a 12 year veteran of the the Walt Disney standard, and they weren't upholding it. So for me to know that this is a Disney company and they're not doing what they're supposed, it got yeah. really tough. Had been rough, and then they uh, they found a way to get me out, and I, I wasn't too upset when I left, but wow. I would have liked to have left on my own terms. Doesn't matter now. They're not around, and I am. And look so, what you're doing now. Hey. Yeah. I'm still, I was doing it when I was doing this. Oh, cool. So, yeah. Nice. Uh, I went to school for that and just took a part-time job at Disney just thinking it was, you know, just going to get me through. I would love to be a Disney princess. Oh, really? <laughs> I'd be the evil queen. Would you? Yes. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not like a big Disney Is it wrong person. to say I could see you as Ursula? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, the I know. I'll be Corella Deville. I get it. Uh, with the hair. Just kidding. Yeah. So, so, yeah, Los Angeles came out here to help take care of my folks. And in the meantime, I go out in the woods looking for something big and hairy. Yeah. And that's that. why you have an obsession with Bigfoot? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> on my, on my Tinder dates. I'm just kidding. You know, I come from that generation where In Search Of scared me when I was a kid. That TV show with Leonard Nimoy. And Bigfoot has always been that monster under the bed. So my first experience, I tell her, my first experience with Bigfoot was the Six Million Dollar Man episode. Where <laughs> Bionic and Man. it was a robot. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah. <laughs> but that was when the, that was when Steve Austin fought him. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, what's this Bigfoot? Yeah. Wow. So uh, I'm pretty much the only openly gay man that's public and visible in Bigfoot media. There's a lesbian. Her name is Renee Holland. She was on Finding Bigfoot, but she wasn't the card-carrying, flag-waving, we're here, we're queer, get used to it, Bigfoot. She right. was kind oh. of a little bit more subdued. Out! I'm not outing her. Yeah. Right. Okay, okay, but she uh, was very... She's not the one that looked like Bigfoot. <laughs> Depends <laughs> on who you ask. Oh, no. Uh, but, uh, so, I, I'm the type of person that I will use whatever I got to try and get ahead. Right. So, it's my sexuality, great, if it's... Like so, so the obs- it's not an obsession you have with Bigfoot, but you a fascination. A fascination. Definitely. So it, it came as a little kid, right? And then you. So how did you get the opportunity to be on the show? First off, what? Because there's a couple of different Bigfoot shows. So which one right. were you on? I was uh, I was on the reality show that was kind of like Big Brother meets Survivor, uh, the ten million dollar Bigfoot bounty that was on Spike TV. I did watch a little bit of it oh, today. Yeah? Yeah. Our, our host was Dean Kane. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Superman. Well, he's kind of... You know, he's kind of fallen from grace oh. since He doesn't then. look like Bigfoot, though. No, <laughs> really no great, though. but he's a Trump supporter. Oh, yeah. yeah, he, yeah. Was, but he, was, he was very good to me, and he was very gay-friendly and had a good sense of humor about the whole thing. And I flirted with him. For instance, okay, so we're teams of two. There's nine teams of two. Okay. And we're all standing out in the middle of Washington in this heat because it was hot. And there's the production trying to get Dean Kane pretty for the perfect shot, the hero shot. <laughs> yeah. He's going to narrate the scene, right? right? So we're standing there, and we're standing there, and, it's, and we're nobodies. We're just, we're just, <laughs> right. they call us talent, but. Yeah. Oh, I knocked that out. So finally, I was getting so frustrated. 
I said, hey, Dean, I found your Superman cape. And the entire production came to a stop. And he looks over at me. He's like, where, on eBay? And I'm like, no, <laughs> on my bedroom floor. Oh, uh, <laughs> look at you. And ever since then, he was making gay jokes all the time as he's getting ready. And uh-huh. we were bantering back and forth. Meanwhile, the entire other cast, they're just like, oh, why is Richter getting favoritism? We're not supposed to talk to Dean Kane. Oh, no. Da, 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 but fuck it. Make yeah, better. Make your own rules. Right. Yeah. yeah, you can cuss, by the way. You're fine. I can say bad words? <laughs> okay, I wasn't sure. <laughs> I don't want Disney to ding me. Yeah. No. There ain't no Disney here. Okay. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Although, he is now a Disney princess. Aww. <laughs> Since they own the rights now. Oh, that's awesome. Because they bought Fox. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Million? So, Burger, yeah, yeah. Frankenfurter from the Rocky Horror Picture Show is now a Disney queen. <laughs> so, to answer your question, yeah. now as an adult, being able to go out into the woods and look for this was a challenge for me because I was always scared of it. I'm scared of heights, but yet I'll go up on the stratosphere. I'll talk myself into looking down. I haven't jumped out of an airplane yet. That's on my list. But, you know, so going out in the woods in the middle of nowhere, and if this thing is real, I'm yeah, sure it's... Yeah, it's quite hu- terrifying. I'm sure it's hungry. Yeah. He eats jerky. Yeah. <laughs> Beef jerky. Beef jerky. And his name is Daryl. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's been fun. It's been fascinating. I, I, do I think it's real? I do think there's something out there, but the question is, what is it? So Obviously, there's got to be more than one. Yes. And with the logging that's going on up there, the clear cutting in Oregon and Washington, it's disgusting. It's horrifying how much they're cutting down. And if these things are out there running around, their environment's getting pushed and pushed away. And it's. So, how did you advance on this show? People voted you off, or you had yeah. to. Cu- uh, no, it's, you have to bring back evidence. Evidence. And then they had, like, they said, like, Scientists look it over? Yes, and okay. they would evaluate who brought the best evidence. Um, I just bring, like, poop. <laughs> so they say it's not scripted. Right. But come on. They yeah. know who they're going to pair up against. Okay. And in the episode... It's, it's scripted to a way. We, we've had people from Survivor on this show yeah, they f- and stuff. Right. Well, this yeah. way they film a ton of footage, and then they have to make sense of the footage. Right. You know, so why did Jay... You know, across the river and fall in the water. Well, we have to we have a reason for that. We gotta make right. sense. We gotta use that footage. Right. So right. how are we gonna put that into the story? So it's just, it's the same with Big Brother. The, the cool thing about Big Brother is the the twenty four hour feeds give you so much more insight on that show. Mm-hmm. And then, like, let's say a major fight breaks out on that show overnight at like two three o'clock in the morning. Then, like, they edit it down for the show, and they're like, "And here's what happened." You're like, that isn't what happened at all. Right. Like, you know, it's like. Bullshit that yeah. didn't happen. So who ultimately so. wins the show? Well, see, since no one found Bigfoot, no okay, one won the $10 million. I, yeah. dollars. Right. So a grant is given to the last team standing $100,000. So each person got fifty grand. Nice. Okay. So. How much did you get? Not that. I didn't get that far. <laughs> but here's the best part. Here's the best part. In the finale, right? Uh-huh. They're going from team to team to team asking, who do you think should win the grant money? Uh-huh. My exact words were used by the judges and Dean Kane for the winning team. And I now have an enemy for life for the loser that didn't win. Oh, no. Because he got to stand there and hear my words say right. it, and then hear my words get regurgitated from the judges. Bigfoot drama. Oh, God, you don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. So have you, uh, have you gone out on your own to try and find him? Yes, I've had weird things happen. I'm not going to say it was Bigfoot, but you're in the middle of nowhere and someone throws a rock at you. Oh, boy. Uh, screams, pitch 
high-pitched screams, uh, finding footprints, human-shaped footprints that don't make sense. It's like you're two miles from the nearest road. Who in their right mind would be walking through this unbearable thicket and barefoot out the, here in the, the woods? The Blair Witch. No, granted, there's, <laughs> there's vagrants, there's crazy people, of course. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, I wouldn't be caught out here barefoot. Who would be doing this? Right. You know, I will never jump on the bandwagon. It's a Bigfoot. That's stupid. I will never do that. Right. Right. So, yeah, I'm more of a skeptic. So I kind of work that into my comedy. So about, do you try to de- debunk it too? Like you do both sides of it? Well, I have a saying, put down the bong and prove me wrong. I call bullshit. If, <laughs> I like if, that. Because, you know, if Jay were to come up to me, hey, Richter, I saw a Bigfoot. I'm going to say, okay, I call bullshit. Right. Now, if he came First off, I me, don't sound like that. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah from like, it's I don't very, know. It's very so like, something. Yeah. So like, <laughs> hey, Richter, I saw something I can't explain. That gets my attention. All right, tell me what you saw. You're not making a conclusion based on science fiction or what you've seen <laughs> in video form. Right. right. So you saw something you can't explain. Let's hear it. That gets me. Hook, line, and sinker. But when they say, I saw a Bigfoot. <laughs> he had a trucker hat on. So now this works, and a Superman cape. Works yeah. into your comedy. I totally. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah so, how long have you done stand up? Uh, gosh, now three years. I've done it longer on my YouTube channel. I have a YouTube series called Off the Richter. <laughs> nice. Where I, I make fun of Bigfoot hoaxers and their content on YouTube. It's like Tosh.0, right? Willem's beatdown in this video. You know. Yeah. You know, Jay says he saw Bigfoot. Oh, okay, let's, let's see what it is. <laughs> you know, so, and so I'm... I'm and glad you think I sound like Goofy. I, like, <laughs> <laughs> I like the uh, Bill and Ted accent better. <laughs> but so because of that YouTube series and because of Bigfoot Bounty, the Bigfoot world now thinks of me as this monster. Like I'm just out to like ins- insult you in person. And, and it's like, that's just video. It's just, it's not... That's not really me. You, do you want me to be like that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I had one guy shaking at a Bigfoot conference when he met me. I mean, yeah. That's power, girl. Let me say that's, that's yeah. That guy. Yeah. Huh. Crazy stuff. So tell me about the first time you went on stage for, with comedy. I were you shaking like that? I was <laughs> nervous at first, uh-huh. but you know you have your set that you've been polishing your five minutes. Yeah. And then you're doing good up to a point, and then all of a sudden, then that's when the nerves hit me. And then you realize what you're really doing. You're like, Halfway into yeah, it. Yeah, then you're so, like, oh my God. And I have the video of it. So the first yeah. two and a half minutes, yeah, I'm hitting my points, and I'm getting the beats. And then all of a sudden, it's like... I always said once you became aware <laughs> that you're on, like in your head, you're like, I am on stage doing comedy, that's when it all falls apart. When right. you're like just up there in the moment, yeah. you could just it, let it flow. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's weird how your nerves can hit you in the middle of it, at the end of it, the beginning of it. You know. Yeah. Just roll with it and get interaction from the audience too, because people are going to be. You, you know, should have people dress up as Bigfoot and run through the audience. Have you been? <laughs> have you been to some of these open mics here in town? Or some, you know, <laughs> that look like it. <laughs> <some intentional thing. laughs> nice. We'll drop a few names. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, yeah. No, come on. I'm I'll kidding. Show, I'll be one of them. <laughs> so, I would, part of my act, I'd make a joke since this adults were watching the show about how I would bend over and let Bigfoot 
give me his DNA sample. And, and, but by the whole act of bending over and stuff, people freak out in the audience. <laughs> so now they're being forced to visualize what Bigfoot's doing to me. Oh, no. That reminds me of that, of that joke where the guy's hunting out in the woods. So, and he's, he's hunting bears and he sees a bear and he's got a rifle and he turns and he shoots a bear. Bear walks up to him, takes the gun, bends the guy over and does him in the ass. Comes back a couple, you know, like a week later. Shoots the bear, sees it again. Bear gets up, does him in the ass. This happens like three or four times. So then he comes back with an elephant gun and he shoots a bear. And the bear grabs him, throws him over. Throws him over the log and goes, I don't think you're here to hunt. <laughs> oh, <laughs> nice. Oh, I like that one. That's good. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a break. We're going to play some games when we come back, everybody. It is Rock and Comedy Show. We'll be right back. If you're a small business owner and you need to transform your business into the new virtual economy, hire the experts at Get Callers. For as little as $5 per hour, you can add as many virtual staff members you want to your company. They can make cold calls to generate leads, handle inbound calls, set appointments, customer support, live chat, and more. The best part is you have no expenses of computers or telecom minutes, no employee headaches, no contracts, no W-2s. Just a turnkey process for you at a fixed price that you can add as many virtual members to your team as you want. In today's economy, hire the professionals that know the virtual workspace. Call right now and learn how to add a virtual member to your team for just $5 an hour. Call Get Callers now. 800-750-3564. 800-750-3564. 800-750-3564. That's 800-750-3564. Hey, Chuck. Oh, hey, Mike. So listen, the gang is hitting the bar after work. You want to come with us? No can do, bro. The wife is picking me up and we're going to hike up the devil's rectum. <laughs> you got to be kidding me. By the time you get all the way home and change, you'll never make it up there in time. <laughs> I don't have to go home. I'm just going to wear what I have on. You can't hike up the devil's rectum in khakis. These aren't khakis. They're 5'11". It don't matter how tall you are. You still can't hike up the devil's rectum in khaki pants, you moron. These are 5'11 pants. You know, 5'11 tactical they don't make khakis. They make stuff for cops and firefighters and the military. And everybody else. Check it out. Holy crap. I had no idea they made all this stuff. It's all there at 511tactical.com. You know my motto. You have a motto. Play hard and look good doing it. Okay, that's just stupid. It's not stupid. It's stupid. You're stupid. 511 Tactical. Play hard and look good doing it. Shop now by clicking the 511 banner on our website, RadioVegas.rocks. If you like pina coladas. Well, do you? Do you like pina colada? Because if you do, then you are going to love the new flavor from... Zip Fizz Energy. No sudden crash and calorie. Low carb, vitamin B. The healthy energy makes Zip Fizz. That's right. The geniuses, as I like to call them, over at Zipfizz have done it again. They have made another fantastic flavor. We've been telling you for years about this powerful little energy mix that comes in a plastic tube. It gives you three to four hours of natural energy. All the flavors taste great, from the latest mango peach to fruit punch, grape, orange soda, orange cream, iced tea, lemon, grapefruit, pink lemonade, citrus, berry, and now pina colada. New taste, same great energy, no hard crash. Zipfizz mixes are healthy and convenient 
convenient way to get your energy fixed without having to suffer through any nasty taste. You'll definitely have a few of these around for those quick trips to the gym or those afternoon sleepies, as I like to call them. Sip is energy, no sudden crash, 10 calorie, low carb, vitamin B, the healthy energy mix. Zip Fizz! Big or small, they do them all. It's Motor Mission, family-owned and operated machine and radiator shop. At Motor Mission, they offer complete radiator rod and repairing, rebuilding, replacements, and manufacturing all in-house. They also provide complete machine shop services, including engine rebuilding, valve jobs, surfacing, milling, boring, honing, balancing, thermal cleaning, blasting, hot tanking, broken bolt removal, antique restoration, and much more. If you need a custom radiator with electric fans and a fan shroud built for your custom project, they can do that too. Motor Mission works on anything foreign and domestic for autos, industrials, RVs, heavy equipment, power sports, antiques, marine, racing, street rods, hot rods, stationary gen sets or power units, and large mining equipment. Motor Mission is at 5435 Desert Point Drive. Call 702-649-2366 or visit MotorMission.com. Hi, I'm Kyle Knight. This is my wife, Misty, and we are illusionists from Las Vegas. And you're listening to The Rockin' Comedy Show. Hey, face with the Oakland booty.
Jonathan Colton doing it in the style of Glee. But of course, his baby got back. Normally done by Sir Mix-a-Lot. It's the Rock and Comedy Show, everybody. Uh, we're having fun. And you guys are not because you're listening to the show. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, before we get into a game, have you ever heard of the handkerchief code? Uh, when it comes to gay men, yes. Okay. That's all we need to know. Because oh, she, prob- she probably does not. I don't know what it is. So, um... <laughs> This don't was don't a, tell me. Somebody asked me if, I, if I'd ever heard of the handkerchief code, and I said, no, I didn't know what it was. So I researched it yesterday, and uh, wow, what a cool little graph and everything it has. It has a graph? But it's also very dated, like 40 years. It's so, but that's what makes it funny. To okay. me, that's what makes because it funny. Because these Generation X, Y, and Z kids, they're yeah. like, what's that? Hell. <laughs> I think they know. <laughs> it's an unkinder. Let me see. Uh, so the handkerchief code, also known as the hanky code, the bandana code, or flagon, is a color-coded system employed usually among the gay male casual sex seekers in the United States, Canada, Australia, so Higgins probably knows a lot about it, and uh, Europe. Um, and this is basically for like fetishes and what kind of sex they're seeking, 
and so forth. Um, whether you're top or so bottom. You can, so you can, you, yeah. So <laughs> you can make me read whether, it? Whether you, no, I'm not going to let you read it. Just so you, I, I've read it, and I have, I have the chart, but here's some of it so you get an idea. So light blue means oral sex if worn on the left. That means you're going to receive. If you wear it on the right, it means you're the performer. Okay. <laughs> uh, a yellow meaning water sports. Worn on the left, pisses. Worn on the right, gets pissed on. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Gold, golden showers. Kelly Green, male prostitution. Worn on the left, hustler. In it for the rent, it says. <laughs> uh, if you wear it on the right, John, looking to buy. <laughs> Hunter Green, daddy boy sex. Worn on the left, you're the daddy. On the right, you're the boy looking for the daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Orange, few limits. <laughs> if you wear it on the left, anything, anytime. Oh wow! Wow. Yeah, if you wear it on the right, nothing now, just cruising. So there you go. What if they? Uh, There's a lot like, of handkerchiefs that you have to. What if they you know, wore a red one and got mistaken so the for like a blood? Well, if you if you wear a red one, and then the blood's coming. That to means you. that means fisting. And if you wear it on the left, you're the fister. And if you wear it on the right, you're getting fisted. Now, yeah. maybe the bloods in the crypts probably want to... Light pink, <laughs> dildos. Okay. <laughs> if you wear it on the left... <laughs> He's if you, la- if you wear it on the left, you're the performer. If you la- wear it on the right, you're the receiver. Um, a white handkerchief. Masturbation only. Worn on the left, receiver. Wor- uh, Send that one home. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't even talk to him. Yeah. Don't pay for what you can do yourself. Right. Uh, a rust-colored one uh, is the cowboy, meaning, A, on the left, you're going to be a cowboy. <laughs> if you wear it on the right, you're the horse. Oh. <laughs> uh, brown means you're into scat. What's that? Poop. Oh, no. Worn on the left, you're the top. Worn on the right, you're the bottom. Charcoal means you're into latex. There's a lot of that out there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Which is on the left, you're the top. On the right, you're the bottom. Um, Medium blue. Uniform fetish. If you wear it on the left, you're a cop. (laughs) If you wear it on the right, cop sucker. (laughs) Oh, nice. There's nothing bad about a man in a uniform, and they, they work... If you wear if if Certain you uh, if you're putting a teal handkerchief in your back pocket, it's uh, cock and ball torture. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Did you know what all the codes were? No, but I, I know all of this. Yeah. But yeah, I haven't participated in much of this. But <laughs> worn on the left, you're the torturer, oh, and on the right, you're the torchy. Uh, tan. <laughs> you're into cigars. <laughs> what? Uh, worn on the left, you smoke cigars. On the right, you're Monica. <laughs> you like cigars. <laughs> you're a Monica. Uh, beige means you're into rimming. If you wear it on the left, you're the rimmer. If you wear it on the right, you're the rimmy. Black, that means you're into S and M. If worn on the left, it's a heavy S M top. On the right, it's a heavy S M bottom. Only two left. <laughs> Navy. Navy handkerchief. What could it be? What could be left? 
Do you know what it is? Navy. What could be left? Navy blue. Yeah. Animals. No. Oh. Well, we haven't covered that yet. We come down the list. Does it have to do with Bigfoot? Uh, it's anal sex. Oh. If you wear it on the left, you're in the you're the top. If you wear it on the right, you're at the bottom. Uh, gray is the last one. What do you think it is? I'm trying to think of all something you didn't cover. Public uh. sex. That is good, but no. I don't know, like uh, group sex. No, but it's but a good guess. This is dated, so it's yeah. gonna be something silly, I bet. Uh, the last time this was updated was 1986. Uh, that's the boring sex years. Before our time. Yeah. yeah. Um, gray is for bondage. Worn on the left, you tie them up. Isn't that um, SNL? Yeah, that's what I would yeah, categorize it there. We need to update this list. Yeah. yeah. Well, they don't know how to have sex right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we did add Bigfoot, public but sex. This is, <laughs> but this is, this is bondage where you're tied up. The other one was heavy S&M top or bottom. Oh, so I this see. Is, this is being tied up. They just want to be tied up. So if you wear it on the left, you have to tie them up. If you wear it on the right, they okay. get tied up. So. Huh. Do like people still do this nowadays? Like I've no, never. Maybe saw the eighty-year-old gays. You know, like oh. Senator Lady G might be doing this. <laughs> well, apparently there was a uh, an album cover or something. My friend's a record collector, and he, it was some uh, ska album in the seventies or something. And it was called the handkerchief, uh, the handkerchief code, something like that's how it came up. I've got, I've got, uh, I've got the the album, but I couldn't find any of the songs on it anyway. So, uh, it's a red album cover, and there's like all kinds of artwork on it. But it looks like a, like it looks like one of those handkerchiefs from the the seventies. It's got all the like swirls on it. Yeah, well, Bruce Springsteen Uh-oh, has a handkerchief. He that's a hat. That's a hat. I was talking about that's, that's a, a bandana. That's, no, no it's a hat. Oh, it is a hat. Mm, he, a hat. even back in the 80s, was trying he, to make America great again. He always had a <laughs> bandana around his neck, didn't well, he, that, though? But that's not his neck, sweetie. I know. And he really didn't have much of a butt, either. No, he didn't. <laughs> he had to bring attention somehow to it. <laughs> so anyway, Damn, I thought But he did dance with Courtney what, Cox in that video. She had the real short hair, right. so... Yeah. What? Yeah. That doesn't mean she did, anything. She looked a little boyish. Well, <laughs> are you, what are you saying about the boss? Nothing. I, I can't <laughs> say anything bad about the boss because I'm from New I can Jersey. say plenty. He's one of the worst singers I've ever oh, heard. Oh, stop. Uh, always sounds like he's constipated. Well, Every song, he's a constipated. There's a reason why. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so, Jay, what was this discussion about the gay history of um, handkerchiefs about? I just thought it was interesting because we, yeah. we talked last week about uh, belly buttons and okay. the many uses that we didn't know they leaked fecal matter. So I just it was interesting. I want to know how many people knew about. So did any of those colors ring true with you in your past? No, because I'm not gay. So. But no, but I mean, you're part <laughs> with a partner. No, no. Not one of them. I didn't know anything about it until You've yesterday. You've never done anal? No. Well, you've never been whipped, slapped. You've never been... No, I don't like the violence. Fisted. You've never done... You've never rimmed or been a rimmer. You've never done... Boring. God, he is from Disneyland. Oh, uh, I don't. Uh-oh. Not from Disneyland. <laughs> I don't talk my personal stuff online. Oh. Everybody knows that. The only uh. thing I've ever said was the girl that I went out with uh, about six months ago was a flat earther. And she said, I have really nice penis jeans. And nobody knew what that meant. What and what she mean? meant was, I bet you have really nice jeans that made a nice penis. 
That's what she meant, penis jeans. Not like I'm wearing Dockers and it's like, hey, those are nice penis jeans. I thought she meant like she had like jeans to pass on. Like, no. Like my kid like will have she, a big penis. That's, like that's she really was, weird. No, she's like rubbing the inner thigh and she goes, oh, that's, that's nice. I bet you have really nice penis jeans. Like and I, if I do, I guess I have to thank my father because he would have passed them down to so me. So it's like your penis in your jeans? Like no, she no was penis jeans. Like I bet I can pass. Like if I have a kid, I'm uh, passing my my jeans, so oh. he's gonna have a nice penis as well. That's okay. what she meant. I'm still stuck on the flat earther thing. She is yeah. a flat earther. She's a flat earther. And we had dinner. Everything was going really well, and we're having drinks, and then we're at the bar, and she goes. What would you do if I told you I was a flat earther? I'd be like, check, please. And oh, no. she was like, no, seriously, I'm a flat earther. I go, you can't be the same age as me and be that stupid. I said it to her face. Wow. Yeah, I'm like, and she goes, no, it's true. The earth is flat. I go, how do you explain the moon? You can see that the moon is round. She goes, it's because you're looking up at it. If you were on it, it would be flat. Oh, boy. Oh, I'm out of here. Oh, like, wow. I just. <laughs> you, didn't you, know go out, you didn't go out with her again? <laughs> I went out with her one other time, and I just, like, couldn't do it. I'm glad you brought up this flat earther thing, because the other thing that was kind of crazy, all these moms are against vaccinations with their kids. Right. right. They have suddenly shut up for the past five months. I wonder <laughs> why. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> that got kicked out the door. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Crazy so none stuff. of those handkerchiefs for your public persona. Um, <laughs> I don't need handkerchiefs. Oh. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> so there we go. I was going up. I was going. I was doing pretty good up until the yellow one. I was like, no, no. So I, the first couple, okay, yeah. <laughs> guilty. Nice. All right. Well, we are going to play a game. So on the scratch piece of paper you down have it in front of you, you must number it one through fifteen. This is uh, J, J Dog's. Uh, Favorite. I know. Uh-oh. J9 loves it. Uh, so went through like 15. Mm-hmm. We are going to change. I do change this game up from time to time, but the main premise of the of the game is still always in play. Now on the Rocket and Comedy Show. Is it a romance novel or the title of a porn? <laughs> That's right. Probably there sponsored by Spunk Lube, everybody. If you mention Spunk Lube... And uh, well, if you mention the Rockin' Comedy Show at spunkloop.com and you've never ordered it before, they'll give you one bottle for free and also free shipping and handling. They are, of course, the guys that back. Is it a romance novel or the title of a porn? Today we're going to do something a little different. I've got some porn titles mixed in with some 1980 rom-com films. So just when you think you think it's going to be easy... I did a lot of research on this one today. Oh, I'm going to do good on this one. <laughs> so there are some uh, really cool titles. Just to give you a taste of how this is done for our guests that's never played before, you're going to write down if you think it's a porn or if you think it's a rom-com. And then at the end, we're going to go over them together. I have a question. Yeah. Like, what's a rom-com? Like romantic a romantic com- comedy. So like what like, movie? Like I'm uh, not I, I'm not at liberty to give any uh, examples because they might be on the list. Um, Ghost would that be considered romantic comedy? No, but <laughs> Harry Met Sally wouldn't. I wouldn't put it on the list because it's but, obvious. So would that be that would be considered that would be a considered a romantic comedy. Okay, I don't watch these movies. Yeah. Okay, all right. Like Pretty in Pink, romantic comedy. Okay, I'll do my best. Yeah, I try not to let you down, sir. Well, that, it's up to you <laughs> because if you get more than her, you get a free bottle of lube. Okay, I'll add it to my <laughs> and, a, and a handkerchief. <laughs> <laughs> And, and a hanger chill. So, <laughs> all right. So there are 15 all together. <laughs> Write down if you think it's a rom-com. If you think it's a porn, we'll get started with a real easy one. Number one, Six Fags Magic Mount Him. 
All right. That's the easiest one you're going to get today. Number one, Six Fags Magic Mount Him. Number two, Sounds Tie awesome. Me Up, Tie Me Down. Tie Me Up, Tie Me Down. Number three, Mischief. Number four, Nothing Personal. Number five, The Graffenberg Spot. <laughs> no, number six. I want to know what that is. Number six, She Gotta Have It. Number seven, Secret Admirer. Number eight, Last Tango. Number nine, Pink Velvet, A Lesbian Odyssey. I don't like it when J9 doesn't get a lot right, so I thought I'd help her today. Watch, and I'll get them all wrong again. <laughs> you at least get two right. Yes. <laughs> Number 10, The Friend Zone. Hmm. Number 11, About Last Night. Hmm. Number 12, Snapshots. <laughs> Number 13, Love Anonymous. Number 14, The Competition. Say that again? The competition. Hmm. And number 15, Pauline at the beach. Pauline at the beach. Is there any that you need repeated? Nope. I think I got Are it. we good? Yeah. There's yeah. 15 all together. The person that gets the most right wins the bottle of lube. Here we go. Number one, Six Fags Magic Mount Him. He's I, lucky. <laughs> I said porn. <laughs> porn. Yes, of course. Yeah. Uh, number two, tie me up, tie me down. I said romantic comedy. I said porn. It's a comedy. Uh, number 13, mischief. Romantic comedy. Same, comedy. Comedy. Number four, nothing personal. Romantic comedy. Romantic comedy, too. Porn. Oh. oh. Number five, the Graffenberg spot. Porn. Yeah, I said porn, too. Romantic comedy. Really? Oh. <laughs> it's probably like a coffee shop or something <laughs> that they go to. Uh, I specifically picked that one because I knew it could, like, well, like, well, maybe they've heard of it. Maybe they haven't. But it did sound more pornish. Mm. That's why. I, number six, she got to have it. Porn. I said romantic comedy. It's romantic comedy. Ooh. We're tight. <laughs> there we are. are we? <laughs> <laughs> I've got three right. Uh, number seven. Secret Admirer. I love that movie. It is a romantic comedy. I've watched it a million times. <laughs> That's a comedy, too. Yeah, it is. Number eight, Last Tango. Romantic comedy. Well, yeah. It's both, actually, so I'll give it to you either way. Yay! Wow. Yeah. Number nine, Pink Velvet, A Lesbian Odyssey. I said porn. I said porn, too. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Number ten, The Friend Zone. Romantic comedy. Yeah, comedy. Correct. Number eleven, About Last Night. Romantic Good movie, comedy. romantic comedy, yes. Both. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. There's a porn named that, too. Uh, number 12, Snapshots. Romantic comedy. I said porn. Porn. Ooh. No, he's, he's in the <laughs> lead. I'm getting some spunk. Yeah. <laughs> number 13, Love Anonymous. Romantic comedy. Same here. Porn. Huh? Oh. Number 14, The Competition. Porn. I said porn. Romantic comedy. Oh. oh. At number 15, Pauline at the Beach. Porn. Porn. Romantic comedy. Oh, <laughs> are we tied? Right, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, one, eight. Two, I got nine right. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. You got it. You oh. beat it by one. 
Give all- the spunk to the gay man. <laughs> oh, the stars are in alignment. Yeah, so that's how we do that, everybody. Remember, uh, give them a big shout-out. It is spunklube.com. <laughs> Mention the Rockin' Comedy Show when you're purchasing orders, and they'll give you 20% off if you've ordered with them before. So let them know you love them. Now, is it water-based or is it oil-based? It depends on which one they send me. Ooh. Yeah. Don't be picky. It's free. Right. Well, yeah, about condoms. Well. Who uses condoms anymore anyway? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, can we go now? I won the lube. Show over. <laughs> No, is it coming like a vat gallon or uh, like, at the end of the year like they do at, at the end of the year they give me a comes in a hose. At the end of the year they give me a two gallon one to give away with a hand pump. For real? Yeah, and it's and uh, and there's tw- there's twenty and you have to physically get all of them right to to wow. win it. Yeah, wow, that's exciting. I've given away three in uh, five years. That's not bad. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Don't look at you me. Really gotta know, you really <laughs> got to know your stuff. <laughs> you really got to know your, your porn. Yeah. That's how that works. So, comedy. You love it. I do. What made you want to do it? Well, I was already doing it on my YouTube channel. Yeah, but, why, I mean, you just... Okay, so here you... I, I have my little set that I would do in front of the camera. And because doing it on YouTube is way different than walking out absolutely, on stage. Right. So, so, I had to learn how to be quick on my feet... To adapt to a, a heckler, uh, anything can go wrong. You could totally yeah. forget half your set. <laughs> you know, if you're in a little room like this, you know, you're not going to forget anything. You have no pressure. Right. right. The only pressure you have is yourself thinking, I could have done that better. Let's go back and retake that. Where you're doing stand-up, you're printing it out there. Boom. First impression with complete strangers. It was a challenge. And I'm not scared of being in front of people. Yeah, you always have stage fright, but... There's ways of, of confronting it, breathing. Yeah. Take that breath. Right. You know, and not don't think about it. Just say, no, you got this. Have faith in yourself. Just do it. Just, just do it. All right. Yeah. So that's what, that, that's what inspired you to do it. Exactly. Because I was like, okay, let's take it to the next step. I, uh, I've, I've only done it like once, and but I worked sound at, at the improv in uh, Brea when it was at the original spot before they moved it. And just hanging out with the comics and interviewing them for my show. But I also, that's where I got the, 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 the quick pace for the show and the timing. Because I would watch them have conversations. We'd go, we'd go to like TGI Fridays after the, after the show. And they'd sit there and, and ramble and, and, and talk and do their bits. So you could just watch how they, how they feed off each other. And, that's, mm-hmm. you know, and so I got the quickness too. Because I'd hang out with them. I started getting the, the, the sarcastic quick responses. And even though I, I have no desire... To go up on to go up on stage and tell jokes. I mean, I've hosted shows and stuff, and it's fine. But I just love I just love the whole art of it, you know, and yeah. just interviewing them and find out, you know, why you know why they got in, what it makes them tick, you know. Well, because of Bigfoot, it's easy to make dirty jokes. That's an easy go-to. Right. When you're writing comedy, if you want to get work, you have to have clean material. I don't. Oh. I keep doing that. Sorry. All right. <laughs> I, I got it. it. I keep falling back into the dirty. It's like, well, what kind of person am I? I don't watch Bambi. <laughs> yeah. I watch half of this stuff. Are you into bigger guys? Like buff? Like bears? Mm. Mm. Henry Cavill, John Cena. If they were to put on weight, I would not say no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so the answer to that question is yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, under certain circumstances. I just don't go, I don't go out cir- looking for a bear. Why have a bear when you can have somebody that's ten times larger and call him Sasquatch? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. But uh, 
seriously, so writing clean material is an even bigger challenge than getting up in front of strangers and tell your silly jokes. Just like, gosh, where's my mind all the time? Yeah. Puppies. Have you tried to write other stuff and it just Oh, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. You're, you're supp- the best teacher in life is your history and life experiences. And I had drug addict roommates that I did not know were drug addicts move in with me. <laughs> the loads of material I have been writing based on just that. I have, I've had a lot of shitty roommates, too. And I know if I could just develop the jokes... Yeah. On some of the stupid shit they did. Yeah. It would be, <laughs> and I, it's it would clean. be hysterical. That is clean. Yeah. yeah. Uh, working in a restaurant industry, okay, everybody's done waiter jokes. That there is clean. I mean, you I know, had, I had, just room- gotta look for it. I had two roommates that were meth heads. That's and what one, they were. And one of the funniest things they did, and, and I even hate to encourage it, is they were, in the, they were in the kitchen cooking, right? And I'm like, what are you guys doing? They're like, we're making pancakes. And the first thing I do is I look at the stove. There's no pan, but I can like, but I can smell like. What are you guys doing? They literally were taking the pancake batter and putting it on the electrical because oh, we had an electric oven. So the the part that lights a bread, they 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 were putting the batter on there and it was cooking, and so then they were scraping it off. I'm like, you know, there's an easier way. Maybe it was on a low fire. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I'm like, you know, there's an easier way. And they're like, no, we like it. Okay. I was like, all right, and then in the morning. They were like eating freaking Fruit Loops with like uh, lime green fruit punch because we didn't have any milk. Oh my god, that's gross! And I was just like, <laughs> "Wow, th- those are your horror stories?" Uh, no, no, th- <laughs> these are the funny ones. Oh. I, I have, a, I have a roommate that killed my dog. Oh my, oh my god! Yeah, so and and he was high as a kite, you know. And so I mean, I have all kinds of, but I, I just pick out what I thought was hysterical because I'm like. I had one roommate that was just high. He would sneak people in on the strip, and they'd go get high, and he'd bring them over. He's 30 years old, and they were going through his bedroom window, so I wouldn't see him come, like, <laughs> so I wouldn't see him come home. And they'd, like, party in his room all night. And I was like, every day, all you do is complain about how, how miserable you are and how life sucks and this and that. And he goes, yeah, what's the problem? I go, why do you take the one drug that keeps you up? Yeah, all night, yeah. <laughs> you should just sleep yeah. as friend, much as you right. can. My friend had a roommate that would, like, periodically come out naked all the time, and he'd see him, so he would call him sightings. <laughs> That's great. That's hilarious. That's the kind of sighting that might be fun. Yeah. Well, yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, uh, I, I, yeah, I had some. Uh, we had, I lived in these apartments that is now where the, uh, the wind Staffing parking, the Windstaff parking lot is, but there used to be apartments there. Right, and that was the last place I lived before I moved into the house I'm at now. Mm-hmm. And um, they had sent us a letter. Hey, you know, you have one 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 month of free rent. The place has been bought. We're tearing it down. Get out. Get out. Yeah. So you have thirty days. Mm-hmm. Like, and they they, you have thirty days to get out. So me and my other roommate, the sober one, <laughs> we were like. He's not, he's not going with us. Like we're we're just we're just gonna tape this th- this letter to his bedroom door, <laughs> and just let him figure it out. We're we're not. There's no way we're taking this problem yeah, in, with you. into okay. a new into yeah, a new not. place. No way. So um, he swore up and down that the whole thing was a sham, that they weren't really doing this. We had wrote the letter, <laughs> and he was convinced. And he was convinced. So we had found a place. And we and we were moving in, and it got down. 
it got down to really like the last two days. <laughs> and this is this is when he killed my dog. Oh no. And and, and was like, Hey if if uh if I can't be happy, either can you and that and that's when he and he ended up long story short, yeah, he got punished for it and all that. But we went into his room. Thank God they were taking a wrecking ball to this place because he had spray. Th- this guy's 33 years old, and he had spray painted on his wall a giant marijuana leaf with a big middle finger that said "fuck the world." I'm like, how fucking old are you? Like, wow, you're 33. That's, That's crazy. Not even his property. And it's not even. And I'm like, thank God they're taking a wrecking ball to this place. Oh. Yeah. And uh, so when we notified his mom that you know he, you know he. We couldn't find him. The cops were looking for him. So when we and she came to get his stuff, and she goes, "My son wouldn't do that to your dog." I'm like, "Well, here's a letter saying that he did." You <laughs> here's know? the proof. It's right here. And then she goes into his room, and she had no idea. And she's like, "Oh my God, look at all this stuff!" And he's got he's got crack pipes on the floor under his mattress. And I'm like, "If you tell me you think we planted this, yeah, this whole thing, <laughs> like this oh, whole thing, gosh. yeah." So I mean, I have, I have, and I'm like. Can you make that funny? And I had one friend go, you actually can. And he, and he kind of laid it out by saying, you can go to the crowd and be like, anybody have a- any crappy roommates? Yeah. What's, what's the worst thing they ever did? Oh, you know, I, he, he leaves his dirty underwear on the floor or yeah. whatever. Or, you know, he's, he jerks off in front of my date, you know, or whatever. And then he goes, you can just look at him and be like, yeah, my roommate killed my, my dog. dog. <laughs> instant boom. And boom. And yeah. some will laugh and they go, oh, he's serious, you know. But I could never just, I could never process. And I. I've had 14 roommates when I lived when I moved to Vegas just until I moved into this house and I just said I have to I said I have to make this work. Did you have good roommates at all? I I had 3 out yeah, of 14. Out of 14. Oh, let that be a lesson boys and girls. And I had and, and he and the one lived lived uh, lived with me the longest, and that that's when we moved. That's when we moved here. I lived around yeah. the corner from uh, Wild Horse Estates like overlooking the golf course and I had a roommate that was obsessed with collecting golf balls from the golf course. I'm not even joking. It got to the point where like I'd open cabinets and they'd like roll out. <laughs> like they were everywhere. And like it was a small crappy apartment. Oh, and I'm no. like, there's not enough room for your obsession. So That's I had a lot a f- of balls. Yeah, you had a lot of balls. Oh, it was a man. Yeah. And so I'm, and I, I didn't understand it because yeah. he didn't play golf. I'm like, what are you going to do with them? And like he never sold them. They just kept like adding up. What what handkerchief would that be? I don't know. <laughs> Polka dots. Yeah. Polka dots. Yeah, white with like black yeah. spots or something. That was called the callback. So yeah. yeah. So I I took my friend who really likes to play golf. I um, bagged them up one day while he was at work, and I'm like, I'm getting rid of them. Can I can I give you all the golf balls? So he's like, Yeah. So I go in the bar. I'm like, Hey, I need <laughs> I need you to come outside and help me because it was so heavy. Like, and there were so many of them. And he's like. I came out with the duffel bags and he's just standing there like in awe. Like when I opened up the bag, it was like Christmas day for him. He's like, holy shit. I didn't believe you. I thought it would be like five, not 500. Wow. <laughs> I, I, yeah. the, the one roommate that spray painted on the wall, I noticed he started taking DVDs and like taking them to the pawn shop, obviously, so he can get a quick high or whatever. But he would, you know, he wasn't doing it enough because I had, I used to have a huge dvd collection like and so it was like at first you didn't notice it and i think you were like well he doesn't notice that i'm taking these so then it was a few more then he started taking the ones that i watch a lot of and i was like 
I don't give that out, so where would it be? And then one day I just happened to notice that there started to be more and more available slots on the shelf. And I was like, where the hell are all these freaking movies? And so I asked him about it, and he goes, oh, it's probably like some of the people that I brought home last night from the strip. Did you think that's okay? Yeah. Like you, I go, oh, you mean the guys that are hopping through the window to go and get high with you? Like, and he goes, I was just like, I was dumbfounded. And then, like, eventually I, I came in one morning and, like, the whole row had been completely taken out. And I was like, <laughs> really, what pawn shop are these at so I can go get them back? Were they all you your know? rom-coms? No. Your 80, 80 rom-coms? Were like, like, <laughs> but they were, like, they were like stand-up. Like, like, oh, like, yeah. like the Robin Williams one when he came back and did the Broadway one. Uh -huh. You know, and, and at that time it was. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, so I was like, why would you take the ones that people watch all the time? You know, And you know that. We watch it all the time because we're laughing about, it, and you and you took it, and it was just like, you. Ha but they don't sell their own shit. That's what. That's why I think that meme that's funny it pops up every once in a while on Facebook. It says, yeah, and they do it like the they do it like Family Feud where it's like a crackhead has a backpack full of stuff. What's in it? Everything that belongs to you. Yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. exactly. Because <laughs> they do. It's just crazy the stuff that they come up with. To I have a little story. The roommates that I had, I had known them for five years. And I thought I knew them, and I didn't. I didn't know that they had this false facade of who they were. And they moved in my into my house with me, and I was giving them a deal, $400 a month to pay in rent and half utilities. That's pretty good. That's decent. That's really good. I need and that. And that's, you know, I thought he was my best friend. And then he had some drug buddy of his move in. I'm like, who's this? He can't move in here. You're giving him the office as his bedroom? No, this is my home. And they're like, oh, it's your home. This is, I mean, yes. Yeah. Oh, we're just tenants? Well, technically, yes. yes. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah. it, it was so bad. It was, I had to evict them. I was worried about my dog, too. So yeah, I was, I was we all have to worry. What if they, like, molest your dog? I have video footage of them covering <laughs> my cameras. I've, I had security cameras. Yeah. They were covering them and stealing my stuff. I had to go to the cops. It was horrible. Yeah, I. Uh, I live alone. A couple of Me too now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, the roommate that killed the, uh, that killed the dog. Um, actually worked at the same place I did. I had two, two roommates that we all worked at the same place. And they thought they could get away with everything because I was, you know, I was their boss, so to speak. And uh, they were like, well, we can do that. I went, no, you still have to go to work. Like, it doesn't work like that. Wow. So when he did it, and, he, and, and everybody started calling him puppy killer, you know, and, he, you know, and so, he had to, he, so he was really upset with it at, at one point. So I, when I was like, okay, that's it. I don't, no more roommates. Like, that's done. Uh, it got to a point where I'm like, yeah, I kind of need a roommate. And so I went to, I went to roommates.com and you fill out the profile kind of thing. And it's like, I like music, you know, I do a radio show kind of like that. So then they like try to hook you up with somebody who's going to similar, similar yeah. work, will work with you. And so this guy was like, oh, he's a musician. He writes his own music. You know, he's been on America's, he's been, uh, he's on American Idol, you know, stuff like that. And I'm like, okay, cool. I'll meet with this guy. And he started, he was he was a really cool dude. He was like, yeah, I wrote this. I'm like, oh my God, that's cool. And he goes, I was, uh, I auditioned American Idol the same season. Was it Clay, Clay Aiken? No, but he said, but he was, a, that was season two. He's a creeper. Yeah. He, he's, yeah. But he was like, season two, he goes, I was on the same one as the auditions of, with Clay Aiken. And so I'm like, oh, that's cool or whatever. And we were talking. And then he, he starts, like two, two, three weeks after he moves in, he's like, uh, hey, would it be cool if my girlfriend moved in? And I was like, yeah, as long as she pays rent. You know, I don't care. And it just got weirder and creepier. Like, I'm like, this, 
Obviously, this chick doesn't exist, and he spends an awful lot of time talking with her on the phone. And I came home from work one day, and there was like, uh, there were white roses in the freezer. And I go, "What's this?" And he goes, "Oh, well, Sharon's coming uh, this weekend, and I'm going to ask her to marry me." And I was like, "Okay, like, whatever." And then he goes, and I said, "Oh, rent! Don't forget rents due." So he doesn't give me rent, and I go, "Well, where the hell's the rent?" And he goes. Oh, she didn't have any money, so I had to send her money for a plane ticket. I go, she's not coming. Like, she just took your money. She's yeah. Like, she's not coming. If she was real. And this, and and he talked to her all the time. She was real. Okay. But she was not interested in coming wow. here and being with him. And it just got weirder. And he, like, started, uh, like, he would use the computer and the phone at the same time. And I'm like, uh can I get on the computer? You know, like, and then he started like some, I was looking for a new job. Somebody called it like, Hey, you know, we want to offer him the job. He goes, um, he's taking another job somewhere else. I didn't get the job. Like he just started really being like freaking weird. And there's a guy that does uh, a show here. Usually after Mondays, he's not on a night. Who's in a band. And he was in a punk band called uh, the grocery store rejects. I didn't know anything about this band. I didn't even know that this band existed, but he he was on my he was on my I think it was MySpace then. That's been so long, <laughs> my God. right? So I think it was MySpace. He, so he he did a review of their album under my name. Oh man! And said horrible things. Oh boy! Like I've heard I've heard better sounds from cats in blenders. I mean, just <laughs> like, oh, and I didn't even know I didn't even oh. know. This I didn't know, I don't even know this existed, right? So we go to karaoke one night. Um, that used to be that little Golden Palms Hotel right across the street from the Orleans, kind uh-huh. of. Um, and that's where so that's where we used to do karaoke. It was a real hot spot. And we're and we're sitting in there, and all of a sudden, the, the my roommate Scott goes, "Oh, by the way, I should let you know that they're in a band." And I go, okay. And he goes, yeah, they, he's the lead singer, and it, it, they're, <laughs> called, they're called the Grocery Store Rejects. And I go, okay. okay. Yeah. To complete, still completely you didn't know. Oblique, you know, right. so like, I have no idea. And so the karaoke, the karaoke jock, which I was really good friends with, calls me up. And he goes, hey, gentlemen, get up for Crazy Jay, blah, blah, blah. And so I'm going over there. Now the guy knows me. Knows your name. Knows mm-hmm. my name. Yeah. And I still don't know who he is. Right. And he... he goes to confront me afterward and he's so pissed at this and I go I have no idea like what you're even talking about and so then my roommate leaves he goes and gets his car and he goes come on we have to go and it was like months later that I found out that he what he was doing and he was like going around telling people that he was working that he worked for uh CSI and he had a CSI jacket and all this stuff. And he was telling people that he worked. Just all these, all these horrible oh lies. But, so I ended up becoming really good friends with the guy that was going to kick my ass <laughs> of, of horrible things that rejects. I said about, about his Aww. band. You know? And that's one of the funny stories him and I tell. Is they'll be like, how did you guys meet? Like, he was going to kick my ass in an alley. <laughs> <You know? Wow. laughs> yeah. So roommates suck. Yeah. 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 But, you know, with today's cancel generation... Can we even make jokes about drug addicts? Oh my God, don't do that. That's not right. It's right, everything. You have to be sensitive yeah. about everything. But. I mean, you can't punch down now. It's like you just 
what do we what do you make with jokes? And about? that and that's the problem with this council culture is they haven't experienced anything, mm-hmm. right? So you don't know what it's like to live with a shitty roommate who doesn't work, doesn't have any money, steals all your shit, yeah. eats like, your ru- food. Yeah, ruins your life, kills your dog. Ruins your life, kills your dog. Steals <laughs> golf balls. Yeah, steals golf balls. <laughs> I mean, it's it, there's a point where you're like, go out and experience life. Well, when the riot started happening because of George Floyd, I was like, in the protests, thank God they're putting down their Instagrams. Right. They found a reason to protest. You I've went been outside. waiting for this. You went outside. Yes, yeah. you know, because working at the Hard Rock, uh, in between looking for Bigfoot, surrounded <laughs> by these Generation Y and Z kids who are like, "Oh my God, did you see this new filter? We're at rehab. Janine and I in rehab, and I'm like, party. Oh, I don't like that one. Oh, that one's good. Let's do that. Right? Yeah, like they that's think that generation. Like, and now they're fired up. Thank God, I was worried. But they're fired <laughs> up about the wrong stuff. At right. least they're fired up. You're 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 upset that there's. Three white kids on the box of Rice Krispies. Right. When there's other things you should be upset about. You know, right. let's fix other problems. But at least they're, you know, you putting know. down the Instagram. Nobody was complaining about Aunt Jemima on a box of pancakes. I know, I know. Uncle Ben's going and cream of wheat. And, and, and here's the thing. You don't, they automatically assume that it was because they were slaves. But if you learn the story of who Uncle Ben was and why he's on that box, it had nothing to do with him being a slave. And I don't think that they're going to change it because they would have recalled all the boxes already, and yeah. you'd see right. you'd see new stuff coming out. Well, part of my news is that Trader Joe's article that Trader Joe's isn't backing down. Yeah, and yeah. I, and I applaud them for that. Yeah. They wanted the names of the food changed. They they thought it was what. You can go ahead and tell it, right? Um, they thought that it was like putting down like Joe is like your average person, but then when they put an ethnic name next to it, it was like making it racist. So they wanted them to change all their names. Like Joe Sanchez. Yeah. Not Joe. So yeah. hypersensitive. Yeah. Chill out. <laughs> In my routine, I used to make a joke about how I would describe to the audience what Bigfoot is, and the punchline was Wendy Williams. Well, when you see Wendy Williams come out, how you doing? You know, so, so, oh but now I was like, oh my God, people could call me, a, they could call me a racist. Yeah. Just making an assumption that a monster is a monster talk show host. You know, like gets me. Like they go, oh, you know, they pulled an episode of the Golden Girls because they performed in blackface. It wasn't blackface. They were wearing, they were wearing mud masks. They even said mud mask. There was no jokes about it. It was just. But I'm like, who, who are these people that were screaming outrage about the Golden Girls that came out in the '80s? Like, oh, like I couldn't even. I watch Golden Girls all the time, and I couldn't tell you. Oh my gosh, Benson, a black man playing a A butler. butler, Yeah. (laughs) But, but, oh my god! But my thing is like, do you watch? Like, I didn't watch the, uh, the Golden Girls ever, and went, I don't even remember that episode where they were in blackface. It was one of the popular ones, right? Yeah, yeah, I don't remember it either. So it's just and kinda, I watched it, and then you go, oh, it's because it was the Golden Palace, the spinoff, the horrible thing they tried to do. Mm-hmm. You know, nobody cares. <laughs> but it's just, it, it's funny that they, yeah, they're 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 so quick to just judge. Boom, you're out. You but know? then there is that one comedian. Uh, Bill Cosby, Lisa rapist? Limpinelli, is that her name? Lisa, Lisa Limpinelli. Yeah. So she would drop the N word left and right and t- brag about sucking on the black cock left and right. Well, I think that's because she really did that. But and she, she thought could she not could do that now. Oh no! You know she could not do that now. And I think that's why you don't really hear from her. You know yeah. too much. Uh, just the legends. Uh, gosh, um, 
Eddie Murphy, he, he couldn't make jokes anymore. Sam Kinison would have a hell of a time. <laughs> you know God. who would be skyrocketing right now? George Carlin. Yeah. Oh, the, yeah. These kids would put him on a pedestal. And, yeah. Yeah. I I've thought about that too. I was like, man, if if Carlin was still here. Oh. Yeah. Just what's go? Just what's going on with even even the election? Mm-hmm. Oh my God, he would he would be freaking out. Yeah. He probably is. Yeah. One of my favorite jokes uh, from his last album, just before he died, is when he said, "I really hate it when people say, well, like he goes, your your grand your grandfather, your your grandparents die, right?'" And they're like, "Well, Grandpa's probably looking down on us. Maybe not. Maybe he's looking up at us. Maybe Grandpa was an asshole. You know? <laughs> Maybe Grandma's making an apple pie without an oven." You know, I thought that was like, <laughs> I thought that was one of the funniest <laughs> jokes. <laughs> yeah. He goes, they always say, oh, maybe he's looking down on us. Maybe not. Yeah. Maybe, maybe behind closed doors, he was a dick. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it's interesting to see how all yeah. this is evolving and changing and they, they blame this person. Well, you can't and even say um, midget anymore. No. No. That's all people. Yeah. You know, and the one, the one word I have a hard time. They don't time, like digits either. And, um. <laughs> Retarded! Oh, you can't say that. You know what? Sometimes I have to describe myself as being that. Oh, that's so politically incorrect. And how dare you, people's disabilities? Hell, I'm freaking disabled. Let me tell you what I did today. I was waiting for an appointment that doesn't happen until tomorrow. <laughs> that's disabled. Yeah, <laughs> mentally. You know? yeah. I didn't call anybody retarded. I said it's retarded. I'm especially. Yeah. Mm. I didn't say he was retarded. I said. Oh, that was retarded. No, I said, I'm yeah. retarded. Let me tell you what I did. <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> or like they say in Hangover, the retard. <laughs> yeah. now, now, as a gay man, I, I understand like black people with the N-word. I do use the faggot word a lot. I call my straight friends that. And they're like always in shock by that. Like, <laughs> Coming from you? <laughs> you? You can't say that. That's as offensive as the yeah, N-word. But, you know, I will, I will use it. And I get the hypocrisy with regards to that. Yeah. You know, it's just, you got to pick and choose your content and your context. Yeah. You have to <laughs> pick your kids, audience, really. Right. And people, like, there's certain friends you can say, like, yeah, funny your, things, and your like, audi- and your, something like that, too. Your audience, your fans, yeah. your, your circle should get that. And these kids don't understand context right. yet. That's the thing. Yes. So, anyway, yay, um... It's uh, this is like turning into KFI AM six forty. <laughs> no, but that's uh, that, that's what happens when we get on the, when we get on those subjects. It's, yeah, it, it's just it's all serious. Let me make it funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was like somebody said, um, you know, there there it's not it, right now. You have to say it's a rumor, even though a lot of people believe that, you know, uh, Tom Hanks is being accused of being a, a, a pedophile, and that's why he moved to Greece. So everybody, but everybody's outraged. Oh, not Tom Hanks. Blah blah blah. He, you know, he's such a loving, sweet guy. And I go, but that's what everybody thought about Cosby. Yeah. And look what happened when Co- you know, Cosby raped sixty-one women. You yeah. know, and you wouldn't think here's America's dad. Everybody loved him. They yeah. loved watching that, that TV. Hurt. It yeah. did hurt. You know, and and it's the thing for me is like when I, you know, I tried for years to do an interview with with Cosby. I, you know, I would talk to his people all the time. Like, well, he's he's real picky about you know, the interview. I go, no, but just keep putting my name on the list because eventually he's going to see it. And be like. Look, this name's always on the list. And I, I, I got my chance a year before all that shit went down. Mm. And, and they were like, yeah, we're not sure if the interview's going to happen, but you've got tickets to go to the show. And I go, I've seen him. I just, I want, you know, I, I'm not even asking for in person. I just, he can call in. Call in, yeah. So then they called and they were like, um, do you have 10 minutes next Monday to 
to do an interview with Cosby. And I was like, yeah, even though I know in the back of my mind, you can't interview him in 10 minutes. It's like, it's physically impossible. But I'm like, yeah, sure, I'll do it. And I, you know, and so I do the, I do the interview and we're, we're 20 minutes in and he's having a great time. And I haven't asked anything about the Cosby show. Like I, I started and said, this is the first bit I ever heard you do. And he, you know, he was explaining, you know, how he wrote, this is the Lord Noah, you know, and he wrote it. And then he's going back and forth. And I was like, a lot of people don't know your dad owned the recording company that put out the first Deep Purple album. And he goes, you're right. A lot of people don't know that. And he started, he starts talking to me about it. And then I go, and you had a scholarship for uh, professional basketball, but you blew out your knees. So now he knows I'm not just talking to right. somebody that wants to interview me. Yeah. This guy knows my shit. Yeah. And so we're talking about stuff. And then we're 25 minutes in. And he's like, did you even see the Cosby show? And I was like, yeah, but I figured you're tired of talking about it. Yeah, that's the probably one of your bigger accomplishments. And he goes, what was your favorite episode? So then he turns and he starts talking to me. I ended up getting 48 minutes out of an interview that was only supposed to be 10 minutes. Nice. So then it was all done. The people that set it up called me and they're like, how'd it go? And I go, oh, it was awesome. It's like one of the best interviews I've ever done. And they're like, that's cool. Um, and then they called me back and said, yeah, Mr. Cosby really enjoyed that interview and he knows that you're coming to the show and he would like to meet you prior to the show. Dun, dun, dun. And I'm, I'm like, and you know, but see, but again, that was just yeah. hearsay at that point. It still hadn't even yeah, come out. out. Right. You know, so you kind of hear like, eh, you just don't. That can't be One right. Time, you know, you're just, like, okay, maybe like back in the 70s. Because you heard it was like, you know, the rape drug or whatever. And you're like, well, they don't even make Quaaludes anymore. So it's like maybe you got in trouble for it. You just don't think about it. And then more and more started coming out. But so I went and we sat in the green room. There was a few, you know, like four or five. We sat and talked even longer. He was like, so what got you into radio? And it was really cool. And then eventually they were like, uh, Mr. Cosby, you go on stage in like five minutes. We went down the elevator. With him and his and, and the handlers and I had a great greatest interview. I aired it one time because two weeks later he got he, wow. he, he, he all that shit came out and every time I mentioned people like can't believe you'd interview a rapist. I'm like I but didn't, you didn't know I right. didn't I didn't I interviewed the comedian you know and and case in point Jerry Jerry Seinfeld said you can still enjoy the comedy of Bill Cosby if you can separate the real Bill Cosby from the, the material that he left behind. Because the material is still funny, regardless of what he did. Yeah. You know? And in, in time, people will listen to it again and go, oh, that was really funny. But should they have taken it off the air for the other people that are in that show? Absolutely not. You know? I don't think there was an outrage. Just like I don't think Roseanne should have gotten fired for what she, she said. Should have, I think she should have been suspended. Right, yeah. they they were they were on hiatus. They could say, "Look, you're gonna have to Pending miss investigation." Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to miss the first, you know, three episodes, four episodes. They could have put yeah, it where it she she was drug addicted, so she could have been, you know, I, she had to go to rehab. Or <laughs> but then that sent a message across Hollywood too. It right. did zero tolerance, and there should be zero tolerance. But then you still have the View going on and saying what they want to say. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So, but I mean, so that's the thing. She apologized. She said it was wrong. But she still got, you know, and now you get like Jimmy Kimmel. Well, I know it was wrong to be blackface. So I'm going to take some time off. And it's like, come on. It's the same network. Yeah. You know, but it's, it's interesting how what they what they judge and, you know, uh, and cancel out. Such a deep conversation. But it comedy, is. But comedy that, is always comedy is deep. deep. It laughter is. comes from pain, period. 
that's where some of the best jokes are. Yeah. yeah. That's why a lot of people they don't know like if you hang out with, you know, the the guys that are on the road. You know, I've hung out with I've hung out with great ones like Bobby Slayton and stuff and you start talking to them. I mean, there's deep stuff about like, wow, that's why you're, you know, I mean, you you're using that to really get out there and they're not funny. Like people think if you're hanging out with them having dinner, that they're, they're just be they're just cracking jokes all the time and no, not at all. They're having they're like no no it's it's off time the mic is it's off. It's a persona most of the time. You know yeah. and then you you really start to go wow oh, they they are yeah. legit you know dark dark sense. people they and yeah. and you wonder like somebody like like when Richard Jenny committed suicide and you know you know shot himself it's like he had everything even the same with Robin Williams you know you're like he had everything it's like no but he, you, no, they didn't he didn't no because obviously there was yeah. something. That yeah. nobody detected, and that was that was my big one, comedy wise. Was when Robin Williams did that. No, yeah, that I was heard tough. Too. Yeah, yeah. The, one of the best comedians I've ever met was Kathy Griffin. Who? Kathy, Kathy Griffin. Griffin. Kathy Griffin. Phenom- this is before the holding up the head. She was. I just... still love all her stuff, and she makes fun of the Real oh. Housewives. And, and when she apologized for that, I'm like, "What are you doing? No, don't apologize. That's own what it. makes me mad. Is own it." Own it, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, I did it, and I'm gonna do it again, motherfucker. You know, yeah. But see, she was panicking because your whole world's coming to an end from at that point of view. Whereas everybody all around her is like, no, it's not. Fight. Um, but that Jane- was her thing anyway, was to say shocking things, and everyone allowed that up until she did that. Yeah, but now you know she's I mean? now she's found her balls again, and now she's yeah. good. I applaud that. You yeah. Know, if you're gonna make the joke, you have to stand by. You don't have to apologize. Just go away for a little bit. <laughs> but I, 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 and I don't mean that in a bad way. Just go away. Like that one masturbator comedian. What's his name? It's the masturbator comedian. Remember, he would like have women come up and masturbate in front of him. Oh, oh. um, uh, uh, we forget his is name. He? <laughs> no, uh, you're making me forget it. Um, it was no, initials. Yeah, CK or yeah, Louis CK. Yeah, Louis CK. Yeah. Oh, I was gonna say Pee Wee Herman. Well, like something like didn't <laughs> one of the <laughs> one of the other comics said that she allowed him to do it. Right, it, it, and add permission. It, yeah. it, but it, that's the thing, is like... Uh, Do you think that's hot, coming from a woman? I don't. I don't want a guy to go... Right in, oh, my God, no. Like, Turn off the lights. I just don't want to see that. It's not something... Like, if I'm not uh, oh, romantically, so hot. romantically <sighs> like involved in dating, then no, I like don't Like John see Cena that. and Henry Cavill doing... No, guys, what are you doing? Put that away. I... Don't think it's appropriate at all. No, I, I mean, just I don't get guys that do that. Yeah, I'm a girl. I think I think deep down there's yeah. a woman. Well, we already inside. said you're a Disney princess. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's right. Pr- See, it's princess, princess Bigfoot. Uh, princess Bigfoot. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we're gonna take a break, everybody, and uh, we'll be right back. But yeah, like my friends watch. It's ten o'clock a.m. He stumbles out of bed. He can't find his bathrobe, so he uses yours instead. And he walks into the kitchen, puts his feet up on the table, and it's clear he hasn't bathed in several days. He reaches for some cornstarch that he can rub upon his feet. Because he says he's got bromidrosis, and they sweat excessively. And he gives us information while you try to eat your breakfast, and you wish that he'd just keep it to himself. He is the roommate from hell. He likes to dip his hot dog in his Nestle's chocolate quick. And I know that's not a crime, but it still just makes you sick. 
travels with his mouth full and he belches in your face and then he laughs ha 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 because he thinks it's funny uses all your toothpaste and at times your toothbrush too and you want to tell him off but you're afraid of what he'll do because he has a real short temper and he keeps a tattered copy of the anarchist's cookbook on his shelf he is the roommate from hell na -na -na. Like a giant athletic shoe. He grabs for your French fries after scratching his bun. He always leaves the oven on and forgets to lock the door. He piles up the trash till it comes crashing to the floor. He always comes home hammered and he wakes you up at 3 a.m. because he says that he forgot to bring his key. This is the sad emotional part. And once you brought your girlfriend home and when you opened up the door, he was drunk and naked and passed out on the floor. The carpet smelled like vomit, and he didn't flush the toilet, and your girlfriend almost fainted from the smell. He is the roommate from hell. He is the roommate from hell.
everyone in here is staring at me. And though it may sound self-defeating, I spent the next half hour reading the contents on the side of a box of sugar-frosted fruity rocks or something like that. Anyway, here is what that crap contains. Asorbic acid niacinamide and thiamine hydrochloride. You know what this shit does to your insides. I don't. for the grocery store. a bag of chips, Captain Crutch and some onion dip. It's sugar and salt, space and schism, the yin and yang of munchy Taoism. Got my favorite beer, Carlinger, and pre-sweetened Kool-Aid you eat with your finger. You lick your finger and you stick it in the bag and you stick it down your throat, but not too far, you, you gag. It's less than ten, check me out, go ahead. Oh, I forgot the tuna and the bread.
Spring Radio Vegas dot rocks episode one thousand two hundred and thirty one. Wow, it's amazing. I say that every week because I can't believe I'm still here. <laughs> My probation is not up yet. Not yet. <laughs> it's coming though. It's uh, around the around the bend. Maybe I'll stop it at two thousand. I was gonna stop at a thousand. Actually, I was gonna stop at five hundred. Wow, we just keep going. Yeah, we we did things along the way, world records and stuff like that, and it just made it. We do 500, we can do 800. We do 800, we can do 1,000. And then it just kept going. And now I have nothing else to do. We're locked down. Yeah, but these <laughs> are interesting times to be, you know, broadcasting. Right now, yes. People probably need you. Yeah. Well, they don't need me, but I give, them, know. I, I give them to me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's time for the news, everybody. J9 is here. Yay. Here we go. I'm going to get you a really cool news intro. little intro. By next week. All right, so here we go. According to InStyle magazine, there are eight types of orgasms you can experience, according to experts. Um, so it says, if you find yourself more frequently wanting to wind down after a rough work day with your favorite vibrator or spend the whole weekend pantsless with your partner, it makes perfect sense. So here are the different... <laughs> I'm sorry, it's making me laugh. <laughs> here are all eight. Um, so first, there is the clitoral orgasm. Uh, what else? There's the G-spot orgasm, or the other one you were talking about, the uh, whatever spot was from before. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> There's the blended orgasm. It says, chances are you had sexual encounters, either solo or with a partner, in which you've enjoyed pleasuring a variety of hot spots all over the body. Um, there is also the anal <laughs> orgasm. An A-spot orgasm. So it says the A-spot is similar to the G-spot. It is located on the anterior wall of the vaginal canal. So neither one of you can have one of those. <laughs> <laughs> this one cracks me up. The nipple orgasm. Um, apparently your nipples can orgasm too. Isn't that called lactating? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pre- pre- mom's breastfeeding will sometimes <laughs> Yeah, for real. There's nothing sexual about but that it's a at stimul- all. But it's a stimulus. Stimulus. I'll tell you this though: um, when I stopped breastfeeding, I just stopped. Like I didn't do anything to make it stop. So like, if anyone talked about anything sexual, I all of a sudden like my boobs would get like ice cold, and I could feel like my like nipples getting hard, and it would just leak. So it's like someone would be talking about something like, and I'm like, shh, don't say that, like. Oh no, and I would feel it. It was like the weirdest <laughs> thing in the world. So maybe, 
yeah. on the list of things I've learned about Jade. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> so let her lactate. <laughs> nipples. That's why we call her Puddles. <laughs> puddles. <laughs> That's another name. Puddle. Oh, great. You're not calling me Jay Puddles. Jay Puddles. <laughs> Sorry. Um, and then the final one is called Corgasms. And I guess it's one that just runs throughout your whole body. That sounds like a good one. Yeah. It sounds like a lot of work. Sounds like I'm missing out. Yeah. <laughs> Only perfected one, and that's the good one. <laughs> All right. Let's see. What else do I have for you? Sorry. I'm using my phone today. Usually I write them down. Um, apparently, Elvis Presley, um, his rare guitar sells for $1.32 million. Um, so fans around the world uh, were all shook up after snapping up one of the King's rare guitars for a recording setting, seven of price. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, Elvis, his 1942 Martin D-18 guitar, which he owned from 1954 to 1956, sold at an au auction for a whooping $1,320,000. Wow. It's a world record for the most expensive Elvis Presley memorabilia ever sold via the folks over at Gotta Have It Rock and Roll. Um, so also some other cool items that were sold at the auction include Michael Jordan's game-worn modified Jordan 1 sneakers from the 1985-86 season, and the pair sold for $474,696, which was also a record. And Eddie Van Halen's two, Halen, sorry, 2000 custom racing Ferrari sold for 156250 And the Beatles' 1966 Toronto Maple Leaf Gardens concert poster sold for $68,750. And those were, um, those were all record huh. records. Yeah. No, I'm depressed. I'm so poor. I know. <laughs> so if you have makes any me memorabilia, me hold even, on to it. Makes me even more depressed. I like wrestling. Do you guys watch wrestling? No. John no. Cena. Yeah. <laughs> he keeps bringing up John Can't Cena. Can't see this. He's kind of a weird guy. He's you very ever... clean cut, though. Yeah, but did you see that he made, like, his ex-girlfriend sign, like, paperwork that if they broke up, she had to be out of the house within 30 days or, like, three weeks or something? He's like he's like a robot. I don't know. You don't <laughs> want to date him. I just want to have sex with him. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay, I can see that. I want to be like, <laughs> I can see this. <laughs> So, um, WWE's Rey Mysterio happens to be one of my favorite wrestlers. He loses an eyeball in a live match, and then Seth oh. Rollins pukes. And this is this actually really happened. Um, I saw the picture. Did you? I, I couldn't. Yeah, bring his my, eye pops out. Really? Boink. I couldn't bear like bring myself to look at the video or the picture. Um, let's see. Rey Mysterio was taking on Seth Rollins on Sunday in a match dubbed the <laughs> Eye for an Eye at an event called The Horror Show. Rollins took control and shoved Rey's eye into a corner of the steel steps, and pop goes the eyeball. It wasn't exactly a violent and gory as when Pat May snatched the peeper from Ellie Driver's head, but still it was gnarly. Um, it says, don't worry, the paramedics came. They were ringside to help Mysterio, um, and they popped his eyeball right back in. So after that, he was surprisingly okay. <laughs> I don't know if I would, you know, recover from that. I don't know. It's pretty gross. Wow. Yeah. Um, let's see. What else do we have here? I like this because I, um, 
I like men that smell good. <laughs> Can you agree? Absolutely. What's your favorite cologne on a man? I'm old. I like Halston. Isn't that really? sad? Grandpa. No. Stetson. Brute. <laughs> <laughs> Irish Spring Soap. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. I'm old school too. Like I like Man Musk. Everyone thinks your car stinks. Like I, it's probably because like I grew up when like guys would wear that. But I like um, old school Dolce and Gabbana. Smells really good. Um, so these are the best science-backed aphrodisiac scents to get you in the mood. So let's see, vanilla. Um, I guess vanilla just like lingers on the skin. Saffron, um, according to a 2013 study from the National Institute of Health, is recommended as an aphrodisiac agent in traditional medicine. And it's been linked to an increase in sexual behavior and satisfaction in human clinical trials. You know what smells good? What? Money. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Money in a man's pocket yeah. smells really good. <laughs> Melania Trump. She likes the smell of money. Yeah. <laughs> um, another one is ginseng. Um, it has a revitalizing power of an especially delicious orgasm and has been celebrated for centuries. <laughs> okay, this one I'll agree with. Patchouli, but like not necessarily just that because I wear Angel by Thierry Mugler and it has the hint of that in it and either like people go crazy over it or they hate it. Did you ever buy Madonna's Like a Prayer album when it came out back in 1989? No. She had it scented with patchouli. Really? Yeah, it smelled. The vinyl? Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I'll spray that perfume on me and the next morning it'll it'll just smell of just the patchouli and I don't like it. Mm. But... There's well, something you can get about a candle it. that smells like Gwen, Gwen, Gwen Paltrow's pussy. Yeah, her crotch. What is up with that? Yeah. <laughs> Who wants it's like to smell gay repellent. Oh, it's kryptonite. <laughs> yeah. No. Probably use it to get, like, like citronella to get rid of, like, the mosquitoes outside. <laughs> I told my friend, what does it smell like? Hot fish? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Have you heard Gwyneth Paltrow speak? No. She's very intelligent. Yeah. So when she comes out with that shit, you're like, what's wrong what? with you? What? Well, she probably but, made a lot of money but, off but of it. It's genius because people, it's sold, sold out. Sold, yeah. Her company, Goop or whatever it is, it's sold out. Like, we want that candle that smells like her vagina. Wow. It's probably because, like, she's pretty, so everyone probably thinks it so smells who like can, sweet. can, you know, validate that it does? What, um, we can't order it. We were going to order it. Was she married to the lead singer of Coldplay? Was that her? That's right, Chris Martin. He's still alive. Let's get him on the show and ask him. Yeah. <laughs> it's the candle. Have you smelled the candle? candle. Yeah, it, was it Gwyneth with Brad Pitt, or she was just in the movie Seven with him? She dated him, I she think. She dated him. Yeah. yeah. Have you seen his nudes? No. Don't even bother, girl. Really? Just avoid. If you like small men. No. Yeah. No, I, mean, I don't date anyone. It's like, it, looks <laughs> like a, it looks like it enlarged the Taurus. Yuck. Brad Pitt. Really? Oh, girl. It's, it's heartbreaking. Oh, <laughs> Throw that fish back at the Apparently sea. Apparently, he doesn't have big feet. No, he does. He's don't. not a big foot. <laughs> he sure is pretty, but pretty only goes so far. Yeah. Let's see. Another scent is jasmine. Um, it says that it is a body's hormone receptors that creates the physical aphrodisiac reaction. Um, sandalwood. I like that smell. That's like a good those. Smell. Yeah, like that. Candles you can get at Bath and Body Works. It smells like. 
I don't know. That's what you need in here, Jay. Some candles. Yeah, you need some sandalwood can candles and preventive Paltrow's potato. <laughs> you get your own show, you can make whatever you want in here. <laughs> He's like, you're not you're coming in here and putting candles in here. <laughs> Um, so sandalwood, um, it says, people who inhaled sandalwood during sex reported a spike in desire and an elevated mood. I do have a sandalwood candle in my room, but I don't light it because I get allergic to them. Um, Jay, have you ever been turned on by a woman's smell that's like been intentionally put on her body as in spray of perfume? As in cologne or her perfume herself? We, we wear cologne, girls wear perfume. Right, but I'm saying as herself... Yeah, that she went to the store and bought. Okay, not beer. but not her natural smell. Correct. Yes, I have. Really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, like that angel perfume I wear. Like I said, either like it like drives people crazy, like they love it or they hate it. I don't know. I hate anything that's like overly, like floral scented. Yeah. Just, I just, it's too much. Mm. And then some of them shower in it, and you're like, no. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's not that's not working. Mm. Sweet's cool, but I just like no, the flo the real flowery stuff. I'm not into that. Mm. Like white diamonds was always good from Elizabeth Taylor. <laughs> well, that's dating yourself. Yeah, uh, I'm talking that's about Britney Spears. Curious, and now you're yeah. I'm out. Uh, well, I'm not somebody that would probably date somebody that would wear fucking Britney Spears, Britney Spears. fucking perfume. <laughs> so. <laughs> Sorry, I'm dating myself. I'm almost 50. <laughs> Imagine a Bigfoot cologne. Call yeah. of the wild. I don't even... I don't they even, have that soap. Dr. Squatch soap. Oh, yeah, Do they're, they? they're a sponsor. Yes. They're a sponsor of this yeah, show. Yeah, I mm -hmm. hear it smells really good. Yeah, they have a bunch of uh, different scents. Yeah, they're awesome. Can we do like a new new game, like so I can win like a free Doctor Squatch part? Why don't you have, you should invite some hot men in and we could smell them and then guess their cologne. Well, <laughs> for you know, him. Last time, I'm taking. We'll Sam, hook you up with right. someone. Last time Sam Novak was on the show with Miles Weber, you know Miles. Uh huh. He was really drawn to Miles, so he came up with a game where uh, every time Miles got uh, he got something wrong, he missed a point, and if he got ten points, he had to take his shirt off. And I'm like. <laughs> Who, who is this for? And he goes, it's me. Just pay no attention to anything else. <laughs> oh, God. Here's a sad article. A man who lost penis to blood infection has a new one built on his arm. <laughs> oh, like, like skin grafting. Yeah, like, yeah. and they, they blurted out the penis on his arm, but um, you can't see it. So a British man whose penis fell off due to a severe blood infection had a new one built on his arm where he even got an extra two inches, according to a report. Um, said he had struggled for years with this infection um, in his perineum, but he had no idea what could happen. Um, the separated dad of two, I don't know why they had to add that in, um, but uh, when he, <laughs> the article made me laugh. It's not funny though. Um, Anita, who is our, yeah. Wrestling expert. Oh. Wanted you to know that uh, that didn't really happen with Mysterio. It's it. It's part of the storyline. And my response was, nobody cares. <laughs> oh, you said you saw it. I saw the picture. If it's on Facebook, it's real. Right. Sorry, Anita. <laughs> now she ruined it for all the people out there that I, actually I, believe. She, she, if, if she says it, it didn't happen, I'm sure everybody else knows it didn't really happen. We didn't see one of those Facebook, you know. This Prove it, Anita. Yeah. Prove it, Anita. Let's debunk this. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Last week you were news. out of pot. Nobody believes you. We don't see yeah. a fact checker. And you know this man actually grew a penis on his arm. 
How yeah. convenient to masturbate. What you done? Nah. I have an itch. <laughs> I have an itch. <laughs> his arm gets all bigger. He said when he saw his penis go black, he was beside himself. Oh, it was God. like a horror film. He was in complete panic, oh. and he knew deep down he was gonna. That's it was gone, and he, he once was you, gonna once lose you it. Go, once you go black, you never go back. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, it said that you know he was. <laughs> they haven't been able to attach it into its proper place. Um, he said because of <laughs> Miss doctor's appointments and the uh, corona outbreak so it's still on it's still on his arm <laughs> with Ray Mysterio's eye <laughs> you know what's fast and fascinating is when <laughs> my, my, my shitty news <laughs> <laughs> but, it, but it takes us into a different direction when women become men transsexual and they have a penis created for them mm-hmm. it's fascinating yeah <laughs> Watch the whole documentary. Yes. We got to take a break, everybody. It is the uh, Rockin' Comedy Show, episode number 1,231. We'll be right back.
I'm all shook up ooh, ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah Well, my hand is shaky and my knees are weak I can't seem to stand on my own two feet Who do you think of when you have such luck? I'm in love I'm all shook up ooh, ooh, me what's on my mind I'm a little mixed up on the field fine when I'm near the girl that I love best my heart beats so it scares me to death when she touch my hand of what a chill I got her lips are like a volcano that's hot I'm proud to say that she's my buttercup I'm in love I'm all shook up mm -hmm. Tired when I try to speak My insides shake like a leaf on a tree There's only one cure for this body of mine That's to have that girl and I love so fine She touched my head and what the chill I got Her lips are like a volcano that's hot I'm proud to say that she's my buttercup I'm in love, I'm all shook up Oh man, that's Elvis with All Shook Up. We also had a rare one in there, Dirty Dirty Feeling by Elvis as well. And uh, started it with The Knack with Baby Talks Dirty. Episode number 1,231 is getting ready to come to a close. And it was awesome. But before we get out of here, let's talk about your podcast. It's going into what, season four? Yeah, Off the Richter. It's my YouTube ser series where I make fun of Bigfoot hoaxers, attention whores, and con artists <laughs> that yeah. permeate to the world of Bigfoot. How long is each episode? Uh, you know, I'm kind of chatty, Kathy, so they could be up to 45 minutes. 
So I'm trying to get that, cut that down, not to be so wordy, but I have an opinion and I will say it. Do you get sponsors right. for it? I have had some sponsors, but pretty much all the money I get is just goes right back into it. You know, yeah. YouTube. Yeah. That's good, though. Yeah, it's such a niche group, the Bigfoot world. It's like, gosh, why couldn't I be like, you know, making fun of politics? <laughs> look at look at Randy Rainbow. Look how he exploded, you know, just why did I have to choose Bigfoot? Why can't I be like a drag queen on RuPaul's Drag Race? <laughs> why Bigfoot? Why? Because it fascinates you. True. You have to go with your fascination yeah. and your passion. That's so that way you, uh, you know, you get into it more. But then you stand out for being a big mouthy queen like me. <laughs> well, you don't want to do the same stuff everybody else is like taking yeah, a look at. Yeah, that's true. That's interesting. True. I got on a reality good. show for being gay. For being a gay Bigfooter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Interesting stuff. Yeah. Use what you got. And when are you going to start filming that? Oh, well, I want to lose some weight first. Uh, I'm very vain. 2022, everybody. 2022. Maybe. You know, I was. My goal was to do it at the end of the year, so we'll see how my weight loss journey continues. Here, here's you how it works. It. Here's, it. here's how it worked for me when I was doing it, and I'm thankfully being able to get back into it now. I've got a routine with, you know, dad living here and all that. When I did it, though, like, I was struggling just walking to the end of the, like, just the end of my driveway. Oh. Just even taking trash cans out was like, and I'm like, this, this, this can't be good. And so I, like, I could barely walk to the end of the street. So I would do that just a couple times. I'd get up at, like, 4 or 5 o'clock in the morning where it's just nobody's out. Sun's not even up. And I'm like, all right. So for a week, I, I walked just the end of the street and came back. And then eventually I'm like, let me see if I can walk around the block. And walking around the block was like, I can do this block. And then I'm like, if I can walk these two blocks, I can make it out to Tropicana and walk down Buffalo and back in and round it out. And then I ended up just started. I was doing both sides. I was Then I would even go all the way down to, like, walking past the church. And I was, I was getting further and further. And before I knew it, I was doing, like, four or five miles a morning. And it was taking me, like, you know, an hour and a half, two hours. Then I come back and, it's, you know, and I just started doing it, gave up. Hardest thing for me was giving up the bread. Soda was easy. Sugar was easy. But bread, oh, my God, yeah. that was that was pizza and all that stuff. And then yeah. my friend was like, try this pizza. And it was like the crust was made from cauliflower. Yeah. That was like the greatest fucking pizza. Is it good? Oprah Winfrey pizza. talks about that. Really? Yeah, it's it so good. Bit, yeah. yeah. I've just recently had cauliflower, like... It was. It wasn't bad. It's. It's not like if you buy the cauliflower rice and then you can mash it up like mashed potatoes yeah. and stuff. Well, it's really good. Now that I had this new doctor trying to help me with my weight journey, he said, "Have your big meal for breakfast, and then have a smaller meal for lunch. Yes, and then have your protein shake for dinner, and, and no then more food after eight o'clock. And then just snack a little bit in between, with you know, you just know. just to keep you going. And that's and that's what I was doing. And I love everybody's like, oh." You know what are you doing for a diet? And I would tell them they're like, well, have you tried this? I go, well, obviously this I don't. This is working. I don't need to. If yeah. you've noticed that I've lost this amount, so yeah, it's crazy. But it's the only thing about my twenties that I miss is being able to lose your weight. Bam! Oh yeah, very quickly. Oh, now it's like, oh man. Very quick. Yeah, I look at I look at some old pictures and went, man, what what happened? You old broken fuck. You guys didn't have <laughs> children or a child. I had a child. I was like, I have a dad bod and I'm not even a daddy. <laughs> <laughs> but uh. Thanks for being here, man. It was yeah, good. It was, so good. It was a lot of fun. I didn't know what I was walking into. It was great. <laughs> are we gonna click? Are we gonna be, you know, I don't know. I, love I, was, like, it. Oh. I was like blind date, speed dating. <laughs> I'm still here, so that's a good thing. Yeah, I, was, uh, I wasn't shown the door. Uh, Thank you for coming, Richter. I, I love saying that when people go, "Well, how long am I with?" Well, normally we do like 20, 30 minutes. If you're doing really well, then we'll keep you around. You'll know if it, if you didn't make it to the 30 minute mark, how well you did. Oh. I tell everybody that they're oh. like, 
what do you mean? I was like, well, we've done some interviews in 10 minutes. It's like, oh, thank you for being here today. <laughs> right, it's time for you to go. So I sent you a picture. Yes. Uh, that's a napkin that my friend found that is all about the handkerchief code. Do you want to see it? it I'm sure. It's naughty. Oh, whoa. Oh, yeah, and I guess written around the side of the of the napkin is the different things. What? If you if you open it up and, and like if you. But is that that's a woman? Yeah, but why they're girls? Because it's and they're not used just for it's not just used for homosexuality. They oh. hom the homosexuality group took it over. Is that what a vagina looks like? Yeah. <laughs> You've never seen one. No, never really? Ever? I've only seen pictures of Madonnas. Oh, well, my, no, mine doesn't look like that. <laughs> Mike, have you? I mean, Jay, excuse me. Have you ever been with a girl? <laughs> yes, several times. <laughs> that's like that's. I don't know that's, you. That's, I don't know. That's seventies. <laughs> you could 70s, be like holding out for the one. That's seventies <laughs> vagina because it's got a bunch of oh, hair all it's over. Oh, French. Yeah. Oh, look at. Oh my gosh, look at all this. Wow. I guess it's art. Yeah. Thank you for sending <laughs> it to me. Yeah. <laughs> we sent you pictures of vaginas. <laughs> Thanks, no, I, no. I don't care. I just, <laughs> but I'm saying that's the article that inspired what happened. No, today, I get it. I is, I'm is when he said I'm that teasing to me. you. He was like, have you ever heard of this? And I said, no, I've never heard of that at all. Mm. And then, so that's what happened. Well, that's what the Rock and Comedy your shows. homework on the handkerchief thing. Well, that's what the Rock and Comedy shows all about. Last <laughs> week we learned about the navel. Yeah. yeah. Oh. And it also menstruates, which is why sometimes it can smell really bad. Belly yeah. button? Yeah. Yeah. Really? But yeah. Yeah. It's it's very as we, mysterious, as we found out. Not like Bigfoot, because at least the belly button exists. <laughs> True. Bigfoot might not exist, <laughs> and I have to be open to that. <laughs> I got this feeling. Summer day when you were gone I crashed my car into a bridge I watched, I let it burn I threw your shit into a bag And pushed it down the stairs I crashed my car into a bridge I don't care Yeah!